Hello. <laughs> Hello. What a great welcome from Molly. Hey, Molly. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. She um, it's almost like she's trying to sort of either chat to you guys or like sing to you guys. <laughs> she keeps sort of either one making these noises that at first I was like, "Are you singing, <laughs> or are you saying hi?" Either or, I yeah, I'm just thrilled to have any sort of communication with Molly. How is she? Yeah, she's really good actually. She um, yeah, she's been pretty silly today as usual. Uh, we took her to the arcades and she loved that. And we saw like all those fire engines in Margate because there was that um gas explosion or like you know gas leak or something. And was it? She saw, like th- yeah, she's like three fire engines and she was like absolutely loving life. oh bless her so she's given you permission to join us for a podcast yeah I didn't really know how it would go because with her like you know sometimes when I get her to sleep I'll have like white noise on um, yes and sometimes I'll sing to her and I just sort of Mm. thought well either one either she might be asleep before you started so that was sort of the first thing I thought oh and I can just join because I'll be able to sort of pop out the room and mm. then, because she's not really, she doesn't, she's quite settled, but she's not going to go to sleep yet. And I sort of thought, well, I don't think my voice will put her off too much because um, she does fall asleep in like loud places. So yeah. I just sort of just play it by ear, really, because, yeah, I obviously want to just obviously chat to you guys and, uh, and do this. Yeah. I mean, take, playing things by ear, winging it is, is what life's all about, really. As far as I'm concerned, and especially when you have a baby, like every flipping day, is you literally just winging it. <laughs> well, it sounds fun, if a little bit terrifying. Yeah, that's um, definitely two words you could describe it as. <laughs> uh, do you know what? A thousand others. <laughs> I had a member of staff today message me on Teams saying. Um, She's something like um, 33, four weeks pregnant. And she said, Andrea, I'm really uncomfortable. I'm in so much pain. I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, you're kind of having a baby. So there's not much you can do about that. And in any case, I'm really not the person to talk to for pregnancy advice. And it was It was really strange the way she thought that somehow I could fix her problem of giving birth in a few weeks it, it, it just felt really really strange but then you know the remit of hr is is forever changing to be honest i was about to say yeah it's um it's not your it's not your typical hr issue but equally i guess you are a bit of a an agony aunt at times aren't you yeah it seems that way um i think she's all right though i hope she's all right she's taking her maternity leave a little bit early because everything just got too much and I thought well yeah fair dues yeah that's totally fine isn't it? yeah absolutely so how are you guys what else is happening Don Jasmine your life is far more exciting than mine <laughs> well you've got an actual whole life in your life whereas I've just got mine so <laughs> they, they literally just eat poo like laugh cry and, and just cling on to my boob all day so 
<laughs> well, apart, apart, apart from the clinging onto your boobs, I feel like the rest of it is pretty much my life i saw something um facebook um and instagram obviously the other day um that lovely picture of you were you, you were a bridesmaid weren't you yeah yeah it was my friend's friend's wedding um that, that dress was really lovely yeah um, it was um it was the second time that i've been a bridesmaid but I feel like I was a lot more involved this time than previously. Like, I think the last time I was a bridesmaid, I was kind of just there, like, you know, just sort of, you know, did did the kind of wear, wear a nice kind of dress, walk down the aisle type thing. But like, it didn't have to do too much like behind the scenes, whereas this one was a lot more kind of like I had tasks, like things that I was like responsible for, which I felt like, you know, quite it's quite scary, isn't it? Feeling like yeah. this is this is your friend's day, and you need to make sure that it goes well, mm-hmm. um, and stuff. And yeah, but it was it was it was a really nice day, um, and you know, some well, you know, obviously Emma, you'll know, but you know, there's always that those kinds of nerves in the morning or minor kind of things, and like mm-hmm. you know, Massive the, panic the things just as you yeah. Know, yeah, basically. Emma, I thought we were keeping that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that my did did you not see my makeup artist on Facebook like wrote a comment on like a picture of mine recently saying, Oh, I remember that day and then like put something like, Yeah, the massive panic attack or the ridiculously <laughs> tight dress and I was thinking, actually it was the ridiculously not tight knickers that it, that actually did it. <laughs> That, that's what got me over the edge and actually I, think... I ended up just taking them off and then I was fine <laughs> <laughs> so yes I didn't have underwear on when I walked down the aisle there you go there you go world exclusive everyone that is exclusive, yeah, yeah the, 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 the behind the scenes of um of the wedding but um but yeah no there's nothing like too too bad hey Molly um but yeah it was just uh it was just more like just like you know little things where like um like the photographer was like really good like she was really involved and like you know everything like almost like kind of directing the kind of wedding party a little bit like oh you should stand there and that kind of stuff and like when we got to the the church like obviously everyone was inside and we were like outside waiting and the photographer like came up to me and was like jasmine there's an issue and i was like okay and she was just like I haven't told the bride yet but like when she got in the car because she had like you know a nice vintage car to go in um she was like there was there was some grease on the runners and it's on the front of her dress and I haven't told her and I was just like right and she was like you need to talk to her about it I was like great so this is like my friend coming out of the like you know the wedding car about to walk into the church no one else has seen her in her dress yet you know all this kind of stuff and I was like oh my god um and then we kind of go up and we look down and it's like right on the edge of her dress if you know what I mean so it's not like front and center or anything and it's kind yeah. of like grease which is kind of like more of a yellow color than like oil or something so it's like you know we're frantically like digging through like um 
digging through our bags and our like our pockets to try and find some like tissue so we can like wipe it and things and it was all like great and stuff and we were like okay and to be fair the bride like stayed pretty calm about it so we were like okay it's fine it's fine like no one's gonna see it in the fold like it's all good kind of thing and then her niece was the flower girl and her niece was like why is why have you got yellow stuff on your dress and we were like shh don't say anything (laughs) we were just like uh, be quiet and then bless her like we 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 were sitting with her in the church she just like before like we i haven't really met her before um and when we were all getting ready she was there and we were like trying to talk to her and like you know try and make friends because we're meant to like walk down the aisle together but she just didn't really want to talk to us and you know was acting really shy and not wanting to like you know hang around with us or anything so we were like okay fine but then like literally when we were sitting down in the church when everyone is meant to be silent she just would not stop talking to us like literally everything was like a question everything um and like I was sitting next to her and she had like you know you know guys I wear like a jade bracelet on my wrist um yeah and I have done for a number of years and she like pointed at it and she was like what's that and I was like oh that's my my jade bracelet she was like why do you wear it and I was just like oh because you know it was given to me by like my mum and dad and she was like why and I was like <laughs> um well, I'm kind of like oh well you know they gave it to me to like you know the Chinese tradition is like you know it, it's meant to be protecting you know to protect me and she looked at me and she was like stones can't protect you and I was like oh yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> she just was just like they just looked at me and I was like okay like this. Old she's like four I think she's like four wow and she was just like sass and then she just like kept like saying it and then and then later on she was like I don't even think that's a stone because stones aren't round like that and I was like yeah okay <laughs> like I was like I don't know what to say to this child in the middle of the church when you know my friend and, and her husband are like getting married and stuff and then when they were saying their vows she was like does this mean they're having a baby? And I was like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> we were like, shh, be quiet now. It's time to be quiet. And she was just, like, not having it. Um, but, I mean, she wasn't, like, loud, but, like, everyone could... It was a really small little church, and so everyone could just hear her, like, talking, and it was very obvious. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that was that. So that was fine. And yeah, just um, then we went back to, you know, the kind of hotel where we were, where the reception was and stuff. And it was really lovely. Um, And yeah, nothing really else sort of, nothing else kind of crazy kind of um, happened. Um, But my friend um, wanted to like surprise her new husband by singing. um, She's like a singer like you, Emma. So she wanted to sing some songs for her, for him. Um, and one of them in particular was like a song that he plays all the time like so she specially prepared this song for him alongside like her brother who plays the guitar Um, she was like please it has to be like a surprise so she was like you need to get him out of the room when we're setting up and stuff and I was like okay so then we like got the groomsmen to like you know get him out the, the the way and then later on like the bride is like okay I'm ready, like, where's the groom? And I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think the groomsman, like, took him off somewhere. And she was like, well, like, can you go find, like, one of the groomsmen and ask 
them to bring him in. And I was like, sure. So I go up to one of the groomsmen and I'm like, we can't find him. He's not outside and he's not in the room and we don't know where he's gone. I was like, what? And I was like, have you called him? And they were like, yeah, we called him. We texted him. He's not picking up his phone. And I was like, great. And then I'm, you know, brought back into the main room and the bride's like, where's the groom? Like, I'm ready. Like, you know, we're about to start. And I was like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where he is. And then she was just like, okay. And I was like, I'll go find him. Don't worry. I'm going to go find him. Um, And then eventually we, the bride, like, then came up to me and was like, Jasmine, he's out there. (laughs) I looked across and basically off the main room there was a like a little porch um through like an emergency exit and basically he was sitting out there with the best man um and they were like vaping and like no one had seen them because it was off the side rather than like the other kind of room and and the other gardens and stuff so then I basically like pushed through these emergency exit doors and he and was like you need to come back in now (laughs) He's coming now. <laughs> when he's coming now, like, yeah, he was just like he was like you're not meant to go through those doors. I was like just just come back, just come back into the main room. There's a surprise. <laughs> he was just like okay, <laughs> but yeah, but it was lovely in the end, um, and it was really nice um, and stuff. So it was all all good um, and things. But was he it was funny in awe as well. of this performance that she did? Yeah. Yeah, like I I did a video of her singing, but I was standing next to him, so I couldn't do, I suppose, the reaction video of him. Yeah. Whereas other people did sort of the reaction video in the sense of filming him while he was watching her and he did, you know, cry and stuff. So I think that's oh. what she wanted, basically. <laughs> but um but yeah, I was also gonna say to like Emma, like how you know, it was funny because we were talking about the wedding playlist. Yes. And like how everyone needs a wedding playlist. Yes, but in the sense of like you have to like think about the kind of you know, the kind of ups and downs for your playlist in the sense of like playing, you know, songs that hype people up, songs for people to chill a bit, and then the all important like final song. (laughs) Because like they had a wedding band, so they had this like it was a really cool band actually. They were like kind of slightly country, kind of folky. Like they had one of them was playing like the banjo and like stuff, but they were kind of playing like modern pop songs um, and stuff. But we were just saying like, you know, what is your, what's the final song going to be? And like the groom chose like, I can't remember, is it, what's it called? Like, it's this like an old, not an old, but it's like a Scottish song. I've forgotten what it's called because he's half Scottish. Um, which basically involved like everyone and a lot of the Scottish family like bringing us all into like this massive circle and like you know <laughs> running into the middle and then running back out again it was very scary because people like were like kicking and stuff I was huh? just thinking that Sounds like, like hokey cokey oh yeah it was almost <laughs> like that but a different obviously more of a, a, a proud Scottish a proud Scottish song but do you want to guess what my, the bride's final song choice was Oh, was it a take that song? No. <laughs> I, don't, I <laughs> feel like words, that no. would be your final song, Andy. I don't think. <laughs> uh, it depends. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't just pick a song that the groom had no say in whatsoever either. I, I'd want it to be a sort of collaborative thing. Mm. But I suppose well, they both decided to have their, each their own final song, although obviously yeah, exactly her final did. song was the actual final song, yes, whereas his was like exactly the penultimate. Me and Mark did that. Mark had his final song, which was the second to last song. Then my song was the last song. 
Oh, yeah. remind us then what they were. So mine was Everlong, Foo Fighters. Or... Of course. And then mm-hmm. actually, Mark's was absolutely brilliant and it, it got everybody going. Like what you were saying, Jasmine, you know, like songs to get you up and uh, Mark's was Three Lions. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone also was a very patriotic mad. song, isn't it? It's also a very patriotic song. Like, you, if you remember, all the boys were just like arm in arm, like kissing and hugging. And it was, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. That now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so my friend's final song was Oasis Wonderwall. Oh. <laughs> oh. So very much the kind of, yeah, hugging and like rocking yeah. and like oh, chanting no. and stuff, yeah. which was quite, which was quite good. Yeah. yeah. But, but also funny enough that like, so that was the, technically, I suppose, the final song for the wedding, like the playlist, i.e. the kind of songs that were playing. But then the yeah. final song for the wedding band was um what's the what's the band called i've completely forgotten now um but you know it's the one that was like um i'm such a loser what's that one it's not i i keep wanting, it's i'm not. such a loser <laughs> well, <Beth>, loser. <laughs> yeah no 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 not that song it was like that it was like a one hit wonder teenage Yes, that's Letus. Oh, Letus, that's it. I kept thinking Weezer, but I knew it definitely wasn't Weezer, but I knew it was something like that. But yeah, so that was the um, that was the final song that the band did, and it was funny because then they got the bride to sing, you know, the female part at the end, which oh, was yeah. quite funny. Oh, so that was quite funny. Like it was pretty hardcore. All of us like singing quite hard, and I was like how mm. to let people know you're a millennial without letting people know you're a millennial. Yeah, <laughs> like the songs shout. that we were singing. Um, but yeah, so it was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a really good time. But yeah, I just thought it's just in those moments you forget, like what would you put like as your final song for your wedding to like completely end the night? Um, obviously, Emma, you, you've done it already, but, but obviously maybe in the future, me and Andy will have that opportunity to pick a song. Yeah. Um, I'm amazed that I've never picked this out before in my in all of my sort of delusional, overexcited, cheesehead bullshit. Have never actually thought about this properly. Um, yeah, that does actually really, really surprise me. I feel like it it was in like a book somewhere, like already, like the playlists have already been written. <laughs> I thought that you I... would actually have a Spotify playlist called like My Wedding or something, and you would have just routinely added to it over the years. Yeah, oh yeah, so because I, I... that isn't completely terrifying and psycho hose beast to any potential male suitor that might come along. <laughs> It'd be oh, like yeah, a very private, private playlist. playlist. Huh? Hey, it's the biggest party of your life. You can't just flip in, you know, you've really got to make sure the playlist is epic. So it doesn't really matter about the groom. <laughs> it's all about the party. <laughs> true, true. I mean, in your current relationship, Andy, do you think your partner does have strong views on like music or like what would be on this list or do you think you would probably be the one compiling it no 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 he he would absolutely find it very important that the wedding selected uh, sorry the music selected at his wedding was done with a lot of enthusiasm he he wouldn't leave it just to me and I wouldn't leave it just to him say for example it would it would be a painstaking, long conversation. It would probably be the thing that would 
take the longest to organise, knowing what he's like about music, for sure, even more than the food or anything else. It would be getting the music right. But he, he would see that as a very big priority, I think. Do you think that you would want... Yeah, no, no, definitely. Do you think that you are a person that would want, like, a live band or you, like, more of, like, a DJ person? Both. Both. (laughs) In my head, I'm like, and and you have everything. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know about... Oh, I don't know. You probably think that I've given this more thought than I actually have... Um, I think he'd want a live band. I think it, he'd want a band that was someone that he knew. Possibly. I think then MC Ian B should uh, should be on the decks after. Ian B on the decks. I mean, we'd have to. I mean, there would be certain songs that would have to go that couldn't be done live, and you'd have to just listen to it through the decks, like the Time Warp, for I'm example. About to say, like. That's obviously like would be played by MB, so yeah, because the, t- the time warp is a Bowman family party classic, and you can't, yeah, there could there couldn't be a wedding without the time warp played, basically, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. It's kind of but funny think... as well, I guess, like when you f- sort of find out these kind of musical tastes as well, because like I didn't realize the groom at the last, like, like, my friend, like, well, my friend's husband now, but, like, he's super into ABBA, and <laughs> he kept talking about, like, ABBA, and how he was only allowed three songs from ABBA on the playlist, and he found it really hard to pick just three songs from ABBA. I think three songs is very generous. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I'd allow one ABBA song. You wouldn't to allow fair, even one ABBA song? No, I wouldn't. I'm not... <laughs> I'm actually not a huge ABBA fan. I think people would expect me to be. I, obviously, I know quite a lot of their songs, but I'm not not a massive fan, to be honest. I yes, I, I agree with Emma. Three, three is a lot. I'd pick maybe maybe throw one in for the just general feel good dance floor factor. But yeah, no, no, no. yeah three is a lot. No, because Andy, you don't actually have when you start working it out. The thing is. Mm. when you start working out the amount of time you have and then you divide mm. it like by average song length yeah yeah you start realizing you can't actually listen to that many songs so or have that many on a playlist so you can't just be giving up like three and a half minutes to bloody abba can you <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. okay abba, abba's yeah. gone abba's yeah, gone abba, 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 abba doesn't gone. abba doesn't make the list for you Good. I'm sure Emma that... May, Emma, that would be an automatic sit down for Emma if that came on, wouldn't it? I would. I'd, I'd literally. I might even leave. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like, start walking out the door until the yeah, music's like, finished. Sorry, Andy, we're going. Andy, yeah, we're going. Come on, Andy, let's go. He's <laughs> like, come on, Molly, we're leaving. You don't need to be subjected to this. Yeah, Molly, we're taking Auntie Andrew with us. <laughs> this, is just, this is just not right. <laughs> We're taking her away from her own wedding because she made <laughs> such bad playlist choices. She shouldn't even be here. She needs to go to a but hospital. <laughs> but it is funny, isn't it, when you do think about like, yeah, what songs that people pick that they think. Because especially if you don't, I suppose you know how some people like to ask like wedding guests, like, what song would you want and stuff. And then yes. I suppose you can kind of 
if there we are like that. weird song choices, you can blame people for that. Yeah, we did that. We actually did that on our invite. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We got but... we got a few people, and we didn't we didn't play them all at all because like obviously some of them were totally weird and potentially ABBA. So it was like, well, no. Um, <laughs> some of them we did play for yeah for for those guests. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing, is it? Like, so it's kind of like, yeah. Do you do you think, Andy, that you'd be a person to ask for requests, or do you think you, you would just you would just manage it? Now, I have thought about that before, even though I, you know, am not engaged and never have been. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I have thought about that before because I think it's, that's a really cool, inclusive thing to do. However, if I was marrying the person that I'm currently in a relationship with I can imagine him going through all of the responses and just basically vetoing all of them anyway regardless of whether he agreed with them or not just he'd be he'd be against that principle so much he'd just be like nah 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 to all of it and like you say Emma you can you can wind up with some really weird requests and then you're kind of like well I did ask I asked for their input, so <laughs> how much am I obliged to actually go through with this request? It's dodgy ground. Hmm. True. Would you do it, Jenny? Um, I don't I mean, I think I appreciate a good kind of playlist and stuff, but I don't know how much involvement I would have with the playlist, if I'm honest. Like I think I would ask for requests and I don't think I would Unless it was a really a song that I really hated, that I probably wouldn't veto any. Like I'd just be like, okay, fair. If you wanna, if you, it's just a song. But then, you know, I don't know. Maybe I mean also like I feel that like sometimes a part of like Asian weddings is like karaoke. So I feel like there potentially would be this like moment where like. You know, so my family would basically be doing karaoke in lieu of like a playlist. <laughs> That's so cool. That oh, really? So good. <laughs> but it would be like these weird, probably like Chinese songs that no one really knows. So it'd just be like the Asian family being like, yeah, love this kind of song. And all the, <laughs> like, you know, the, the British people being like, what is this? No, and then no, like, I would so get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just remember like back in the day when we used to have like you know Christmas parties with like all the kind of Chinese families back home and they'd bring out the karaoke machine and then they'd want the children to like go up and do a song but like none of us could read Chinese so then we ended up just singing the only English songs which were like happy birthday and I think like yesterday were like the only songs that were in English that we would sing. So I ended up singing those a lot as like a child for no reason other than they were the only English songs on the karaoke machine. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, definitely. I look forward to the karaoke session at your wedding already. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll definitely um, bag the happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine if you just started singing like happy birthday yeah. like, guys can you make sure the lyrics are up please because um, <laughs> I, I won't be able to do it without them you're like oh <laughs> this is the remix version well wait 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 just gonna get back get into the into the swing of it into the mix 
yeah, well, maybe. I mean, it will be. I mean, it, it will be kind of interesting. I think. Also, I think it just speaks a lot to like. I think I don't know about you guys, but I feel like a lot of the songs I still listen to are the songs that we listened to at uni. Oh, or yeah. like oh yeah at, like at like when we were teenagers and like we're kind of stuck a little bit in that kind of like era of kind of music where because like yeah because obviously um the my friend that got married she's like our age so like all of us basically were dancing to the songs that I was like oh I remember dancing to this and like you know in the student union or in like the Carlton or like you know that oh, kind of stuff. the Carlton or toast no, not all toast. It? Yeah, toast. Mm. Toast. Yeah. Monday nights the... lost at toast. <laughs> yeah. But that was Monday night was the biggest night of the week in the second year for sure. Because it yeah, was definitely. all about going to toast. And I remember on Tuesdays I had a lecture at four o'clock. It was from four till six. And quite often I didn't make that lecture. Because of Lost at Toast on a Monday night. I forgot the best text from Jasmine when she would text me every Tuesday, being like, like, are you obviously coming to the five o'clock lecture? And um, every Tuesday, pretty much, I like I didn't. And, and she she texts me and I'll never forget that text. It's like, let me guess, you're lying on the couch hung over <laughs> and not coming not coming to Gareth's lecture. And I was like yeah, you know me pretty well. <laughs> I'll never forget that text. I don't know. I think I kept it. I don't know why. I kept it. I used to do this thing with texts, which I kept as like memories of people. Like, you know, old oh, phones, yeah. I'd keep text messages. And I don't, did you have the ability to, to delete? You know how now there's like a text trail, you know, like obviously mm. the whole conversation. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day, was it that like, was it almost like an inbox of like, like you know, like a letter? Like it was like one text per like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it was. To, yeah, okay. So what I used to do is I used to delete all the messages from people that were like boring, like you know, um, <laughs> hey, how are you? Whatever. And then I'd keep either my inbox would just be all the funny texts from people, and yeah, that yeah. that one. <laughs> was yours Jasmine and it always says oh, wow. and I always remember it being in my inbox and it would say let me guess you're lying there hungover <laughs> you're lying on the couch hungover and it, and it just because it would just make me laugh every time I read it I remember being hungover on the sofa and that you I could just imagine your really disapproving face on the bus like, <laughs> for fucking fuck's sake like bloody hell I'm it's five o'clock how the fuck are you still hungover <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's. I mean, I feel I feel honoured that you kept that, given the amount of space that we had, because it, it was not <laughs> only the text word limit, but obviously you could only have a certain amount of text in your inbox as well, and so you had to like keep deleting other ones to yeah, to keep mine in there. Yeah, but it, I used to see it as like I just used to keep all my like best friends' text messages, um, and like yeah, there was always one. From each of them who and the, like either the funniest or ones that reminded me of something and yeah that one for some reason so it's funny you bring up the Tuesday lecture at four o'clock or five o'clock you know, because <laughs> yeah. for some reason going in later in the day was far harder I reckon if it was at like 10 or 11 o'clock I reckon I'd have gone because I'd have just oh, no, not be 10. still yeah because I'd have still been drunk and it'd be like yeah it'd be fine 
to be yeah. fair, by sort of four or five o'clock in the afternoon, we we weren't hungover because we didn't used to have hangovers the way we do now. We we were just lazy by that point. We'd spent kind we, of we, we were tired. maybe the morning we hungover. Yeah, we were, we were, we'd probably had like a nap. We were probably getting a bit peckish. It was like, oh, we're getting we're getting a scratch card to try and win some money to buy a takeaway. Um, <laughs> Literally happened. <laughs> and then like, yeah, you just oh, it just and it was more actually. I think it was more. We wouldn't we wouldn't have got ready, would we? Like we wouldn't have been ready. So that it was a thought of no. getting in the shower. Oh, having a shower at like three or four o'clock in the day is like <laughs> the worst thing ever because you're like, I just cannot be asked. I would have been hanging out in my Guinness pajama bottoms. Hundred percent. Probably a rugby shirt of some description and my hair wrapped in a towel, even though I hadn't been in the shower, just tie my hair up in the turban just for giggles, really. With heat magazine like handcuffed to you. Oh yeah, because McVeigh had this fantastic habit of trying to sneak a peek at my heat magazine before I'd had a chance to read it. And that was absolute sacrilege oh, back in the day. So it was it was like stealing slices of my seeded batch. Which you also did. Yeah. All the time, but I mean, um, I was I was a little uh, bit more highly strong then. I feel a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But talking of university, right? I don't. I mean, I know obviously that the reason I know you, Jasmine, is just you had lectures with Emma. Mm, yeah, but yeah. I don't. I don't recall the first time I ever met you, and I don't know if it was a good or bad first impression to be honest you just sort of you just came into my life and I don't remember how or when do you remember (laughs) I think um I think the first time we met and I'm not 100% but I think Emma you had invited me to come out with you guys and I had come over to Golgotha to like you know drink with you and I think Andy you were there and then basically I was like introduced to you there and being like ah. oh this is Jasmine and you were like I think you were a bit wary of me because I think you were like who is this new person coming in wow like, I don't know you but I mean we got on so I think it was fine once you realized that I was like you know no threat to to you you were like <laughs> okay Andy, welcome that's like Andy classic like whenever Andy meets anyone new especially if they're friends with me or like <laughs> I'm introducing them oh my god it's like Andy's classic like yeah who the fuck are you like this is my best <laughs> friend I've been best friends with her for a long time so just remember that yeah hey I don't think it's like that now granted I- it still was at university <laughs> but it's not like that now I hope I don't think um... I don't know, you were a little bit off with Molly when you met her, because you were a bit like, <laughs> Molly, I know you're Emma's daughter and I think, but I've been best friends with her for a long time, yes. <laughs> wow, I mean, I tried to keep a lid on it, but I obviously failed. Yeah, she, she did She did say, because she showed me the scratch, and I was a bit like, oh, typical. <laughs> Emma. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Emma, I told a certain somebody else the scratch story very recently. Oh, did you? I did, yes. And did Would they wonder you like why to I'm still friends with you? <laughs> I think he was a bit like, oh my God, what have I got myself into with this woman? Like, <laughs> Wait, what is the scratch story? Oh, oh Jasmine. So, you know, me and Emma 
I've known each other since infant school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the smoothest of starts, to be honest. I think it was back in, is it, was it 89 or 90? Is it? I think it might have been more like 91 or 2. Oh, 91 or 2. Oh, was it? It wasn't reception. It was... Well, like, you was Year 1 or Year 2. Yeah. 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 It wasn't reception, was it? No, I didn't do reception year because I don't know why, but I, did, I didn't start in school till year one. Okay. But yeah, go on, Emma. Perfect. In your own words, in your own truthful words, go on. <laughs> um, yeah, so ultimately we were, um, it was a, I think it was a, a break time, perhaps a lunch time. Obviously I was hanging with my crew and um somebody um i believe it was was it laura berry or was it somebody like that who who basically came over to me with andy and said um and introduced you know obviously it was like oh andrea like you know this is emma and then this is andrea and obviously you know that you know it was all very civil i well, that i thought I, I put my hand out you know for a classic handshake no you, you didn't you, when you're five <laughs> and <laughs> um, no basically yeah what I thought was going to be a normal you know meeting of, of, of two of two like-minded people um Andy um Andy didn't like the look of me so scratched me on the wrist and um I was uh I was quite taken aback by this um and thought well you know obviously I could I could cry and you know feel like that but I thought um I see I see what you're trying to do here so um I did I, I went to the teacher I wasn't going to not tell anyone you know she wasn't going to get away with it and, <laughs> the teacher. and then it happened to be when we were all like when it obviously at the end of break time you all have to stand in lines like um in your in your class you know before you go back <laughs> to school so you all stood in the playground in your lines and I'd all I'd shown the teacher my wrist which at this point <laughs> pretty much i'm surprised i wasn't taken up to a and e to be honest it was it was an old thought really um and uh yeah so in front of the whole school um andy was marched down the line because she was up at b and i was obviously at m like midway through center of the playground and um, andy's marched down down the row apologize and uh, the teacher was like this is what you did, Andy. Look at Emma's wrist. And obviously I showed my wrist and obviously, you know, it's pretty bad. And <laughs> Andy had that look of like, you little fucker. Because obviously what, what may have happened, like I may have slightly embellished the scratch um, by perhaps, you know, re-scratching it myself a few times. Just to, you know, because it, it probably faded by the time I got to the teacher. So I quickly scratched it a bit more. Um but yeah, Andy had to basically apologise in front of the whole, uh, the whole of Ellington Infant School, to me for what she did. Um, and yeah, then I don't think we spoke for about what three years. Yeah, something like that. I mean, <laughs> pretty. But I did forgive her, actually. Yeah, because you... we we didn't really. Yeah, we weren't friends for a few years, and then randomly became friends after Emma was off school for a, what a couple of days you were unwell or something and yeah and kind of and rang me one evening to get the gossip from school and I was like 
what? But what, why is Emma ringing me? Like, we're not even friends. How did she get my phone number? I don't even think I gave it to her. And this, this phone call went so well. But then I think we had to break to go for dinner or some like, you know, have dinner at home. Well, it was 59 minutes. And obviously. Oh, yeah, 59 uh, minutes. You had to bring back because it was free. You could speak on BT. It was free up to an hour. So when it got to 59 minutes, you'd hang up and ring back. Yeah. <laughs> We we were absolute queens of doing that. To be fair, yeah. And but I but I sort of remember like having this phone call out of nowhere. We weren't really mates before that, and obviously the the terrible beginnings of our acquaintance. Um, but during this break during dinner, I remember talking, discussing with my family about how when I got back on the phone with Emma after dinner, I was going to ask her to be my best friend, and they were like. (laughs) Yeah, you should ask her. Probably thinking, <laughs> what a loser child we have in the family here. Um, but you barely knew her. Well, we're in the same class, but we just weren't friends. And then but, this turned into you asking her to be your best friend. Yeah, but Justin, you're not understanding how clearly whimsical I found the initial conversation that we had. That I thought, well, th- this is best friend material right here. And planned to almost like ask her out like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah is, i mean it's just like i just like you go from like scratching her or injuring her to being sort of apologetic silence one phone call best friend well the world's a twisted place what can i say it's just like it's just don't i mean obviously it, you knew something because obviously we're here today and you guys are still very good friends and things but uh, Jasmine the actual hashtag is still together so um if you need hashtag to use that in any, um, nice. if, if you're okay. on social media it's actually hashtag still together okay hashtag <laughs> fair fair um, <laughs> is we have yeah. this habit of being out and about and more often it's Emma than me that will spot someone that we went to primary school with or even infant school with and she'll go Andy, look at so and so over there, and then we're like still together, and then we we wonder whether people recognise both of us, see that we're still hanging out, and think, Christ, are those two still friends? Like from, <laughs> oh, like do they not have any other friends? They've just had to stick to to each other like a pair of limpets. What's the situation there? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, then you guys did like obviously go to university together along with Again. Dan. Again, we did see that if somebody from somebody from school like saw us there, we'd be like, yeah, still together. Hashtag still together. Hashtag still together. <laughs> it's just like what? Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, in terms of like our origin story, Emma, I don't really remember how we started to become friends. Especially because but, you hung out with someone that Emma didn't like, didn't you? Well, yeah, because to be fair, yeah, the fact that you were mates with bitch tits was pretty... <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I... I mean, I always ask. I'm like, what did... If I if you didn't like bitch tits, we won't say her real name, but, like, yeah. we, we, we weren't... Like, if you didn't like her, I was always just like, well, what did you think of me then? Because, like, I was, like, friends with her. And you were like, oh, I just always called you, like, bitch tits friend. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't really know how we got chatting because I reckon it must have been that we were in, obviously we were in that seminar with Bitch Tits, like both of us and Bitch Tits. Mm. And obviously, yeah. And Lucy was in the seminar Lucy in like was, first year. Yeah, she, she was, yeah, yeah. So but I then reckon that you must have then been in 
another seminar with me and it would have been like oh that's the girl who's in um you know that seminar with bitch tits and now she's in this one and I think through like familiarity of that we must have probably that's how we probably started speaking yeah because I I think we did I think we did very similar modules because you had to pick modules didn't you yeah and I think me and you actually had we didn't have it all the same but I think we because we did ethics together that was in like the second and third year wasn't it or yeah but then and then we also with Gareth and then we did but then we also did um we did because we also had that smaller tutorial right with Gareth as well when we did Rilke Rilke yes exactly yeah we did that one and didn't we do were we not in the same one with that was it Kane yeah yeah, I was think, that the aesthetics I think we one? Were just in, yeah, was that art and aesthetics? I think we yeah. were in. Actually, we could have been in nearly all the same. Like, I think in second year we must have picked very similar ones, and I think in third year maybe we just chose to do the same ones. <laughs> but it doesn't. What you doing? Yeah, okay, I'll do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I think we ended up doing like like a political one, didn't we? Like political did, philosophy. Did. That's and I think we picked that because Gareth did it and we really, because we really liked Gareth, didn't we? Yeah, but then wasn't it as so we got a random other person? Uh, was that Alison Stone? No, it was like another man, but I forgot. Oh, I can't remember. remember. Now. But yeah, I think, I'm sure that's, I reckon that's how me and you got talking. I think we would, in one of our other seminars, it would have just probably mm. been just me and you. So like, I wouldn't have done it with Lucy and Bitch Stitch wasn't doing it. So we would have probably looked at each other like, oh, I know you, and then maybe, like, sat together. Yeah, yeah, that must have been it, like, something. Because I, I remember I didn't hang out with bitch tits very much in second year or third year. Um, Which is probably my doing, because I was like, mate, it's me or her. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, like, I think we were still friendly, but, like, we just didn't hang out really as much, because I guess we didn't really have any seminars or anything much together either, so, and stuff, yeah. but no, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's how. I'm almost certain it was. Yeah, that there was a seminar with us four, like, mm. and then there was a seminar with just me and you, and I think yeah. that's how we started chatting. Yeah, 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 yeah. and then because we were all in Lonsdale, weren't we? Yes. Yeah. Now that, that me and Emma, although we didn't deliberately choose to go to the same university, when we did end up choosing Lancaster for different reasons. We then were like, oh, well, if we're both going here, let's be in the same college. And I remember sort of whittling down the colleges with you, Emma. And yes. we were, because at first, because <laughs> we really wanted to live in Boland Tower, you know, because it was off Alexandra Square. Yeah. So we were like, oh, we've got to be in Boland to live in the tower. But then yeah. didn't somehow just didn't end up with that and both ended up with Lonsdale. I can't quite remember the the change in decision. Um but yeah, we, we were kind of like, let's do the same thing together. I think it was because of, I know why, it was because of the, um, we wanted the newer accommodation. And obviously at the time, oh, yeah. Lonsdale was actually meant to be the new Lonsdale, where we did end up being in like the second term of the first year. And yeah. it, was all to, it was all to do with accommodation, because I think Boland, like a lot of the old accommodation, was a lot of shared bathrooms. And both me and you were like, no, I think we'd rather pay an extra, whatever it was, like ten a week, to have yeah, like an ensuite. And there was very few colleges at that point, except Cartmel and Lonsdale, that were offering that. Yeah, 
Maybe Pendle was as well. No, Pendle wasn't, I don't think. I remember the pen, that, I think Pendle. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't have that only had like one or two bathrooms. But the Pendle one was like slightly newer though than like the Lonsdale, right? Or like filed and like guys down stuff right because they were in the older part and they were like one of some of the original colleges right so they were like in the yeah. older part. And- old files was horrible do you remember yeah 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 is that where you were jasmine as well then what were Lonsdale? you in i know you, i know you're in lonsdale college but as in the actual blocks of your like um of your accommodation in the first year was it in old filed like ours was as a temporary thing before we went down to the new Think- building I don't, we weren't, I know where, because Old Filed was like the dormitory style ones, wasn't it? Like, yeah. The, but we were in like a block, which I think was like, either it was, I think it was the old Lonsdale buildings that we ended up going into, which were basically condemned. So like, our, <laughs> so like our blocks, our blocks were like running on like generators because they wow. just didn't. And then, and I think, and basically, I remember this so vividly. It was like, um, they had generators, and the generators lasted for like 24 hours, and they had two. So one would charge while the other one ran, and they'd switch over, um, you know, like every day. Mm. But they didn't realize that every time they switched over the generators, there would basically be a power cut. And then they basically decided that power cut should happen at like, something like 7 or 8 a.m. in the morning. And basically back in the day, everyone had like alarm clocks rather than like, you know, or like, you know, rather than having their phones and stuff. So then basically everyone's alarm clock would reset because you'd have a power cut at like 7 or 6 in the morning. So everyone's alarm clock would reset. So all of us were like late for lectures for like a few days because (laughs) we didn't have an alarm clock go off because they didn't realise that this power cut was like resetting all our alarm clocks oh that like two at a time (laughs) so yeah so that was that was funny and then um yeah and then obviously moved into new Lonsdale, which was a lot better um oh wasn't it just again that's probably how we probably got chatting as well because we would have potentially because it was quite far it was obviously quite a walk wasn't it from campus to to like over to new Lonsdale. we possibly walked back and forth together yeah i can't remember which block you guys were in i think i don't you... know if i ever went to your news londale place i can't no, remember I don't think... no, it was right really at the edge it? of Ours the thing the very very end yeah yeah i could okay. draw one wasn't was it no ours was like you know where the student where the lonsdale bar was ours was literally like across yes. from there Yes, it was. Yeah, I do oh, nice. remember that. I think, but yeah, whereas ours was the very furthest block, basically, which was it was opposite those um those houses. You know, where like people that had families would like have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like, you could see them from like I'm sure like my room or, or someone's room. You could that was like on the back, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good times, though. Amazing times. Yeah, yeah. I do remember like. Um, I do feel like like in the old buildings though, like there was sort of more ridiculousness, like more hilarity on than in the new in the new ones because I feel yeah. like people just like 100%. less. Um, because I remember like I woke up and we had like a stairwell and someone had like got out one of the road signs and wedged it in the stairwell. 
like, <laughs> for no reason. And it, I think they took it because it said bumps ahead or humps ahead or something, and they thought it was yeah. funny. So they just wedged it in the stairwell, and the porters were so angry. And they were just like, who did this? And we were like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> imagine, being, imagine being like a university porter. I mean, we remember Art, his, his name was Les, wasn't it? And he used to yeah. be like, he, he used to get like, his face used to go so red with anger. And I used to think like, how, like thinking about it now, I mean, it would, it's like being a zookeeper, but like, <laughs> you can't actually like keep them in cages because we were just absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah. true. Especially, especially your block, Emma, what with the whole... Uh, was it the lads that did they live above you or below you with Ginge and all that crew and Scouts? Um, they were a nightmare, weren't they? I, did they? Oh, I can't remember. If, yeah, I can't remember if they were above or below, but they were a nightmare. We were a nightmare. I mean, it was, it was, it was a shocking block. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think because we were like freshers. Like, yeah, I feel like we didn't even have porters though in in that block because it was so bad. They literally didn't give a shit what we did to the, the place. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just remember like um once like we were like drinking in our kitchen and um like late after I think we'd come come back after like some club or something and I remember we heard this like yelling from outside the window and we saw these lads and I don't know if you remember but in one of the the old kind of laundrette rooms there used to be like an arcade machine like a really old school arcade machine Oh wow, I don't remember that. No. Like so it was one near maybe maybe you guys didn't use it because it was one near our block. So anyway, so there was one and basically these lads got really drunk and decided to steal it. So they'd <laughs> unplugged it and were like carrying it back, trying to carry it back to their like halls or their room. But mm. obviously it was really, really heavy because it was also full of change, like full <laughs> of money. <laughs> And coins and stuff. And so they got stuck because there was like a pathway with steps and they got stuck trying to like move this arcade machine. And they were yelling out, like yelling to ask people to come help them. So we ran down to go help them and we were carrying it. And then literally, I just remember someone yelling like, the porters are coming, the porters are coming. And literally, we just dropped this arcade machine and just ran for it. Mm. And, and then we were like, and then we like went back into our kitchen because we could over, we could, our window like oversaw this quad bit. We turned off all the lights and we were just watching. And the porters were so angry, like so angry. And obviously, then they had to try and figure out how to carry it back to like the laundrette because <laughs> all of us had like run off. And there was like, at least like six of us trying to carry it. And then, and then there was like, I think there was like then, um, like you know, they put like a poster or something in the porter's lodge bit to basically be like, whoever did this, like it's like you like this is a serious offence because it's actually stealing because it was money because there's money in it. So like you're actually like it's not just property damage, but it's actually theft and blah blah blah. And I was like, and also like you're never gonna catch anyone. Like I don't even know the names of these lads. I don't even know where their room was. I could like even if I wanted to like tell on them which I wouldn't because uh-huh. I'm not a grass but like you know like it was just it was just like one of the funniest things ever brilliant um, brilliant 
and then the other memory I have is did you do you remember like you had like the Christmas ball or the fresh what was they called did they call it Christmas ball like freshers ball the one at the end of the first term did you guys go we didn't well we were quite antisocial like that I think did we go to anything like that I don't think we did (laughs) but like so I got I I got the mumps like a week before that did you really? <laughs> so I got the mumps and I looked like a beast because I only got it like I only swelled up on one side. So I just had like this like goiter thing on the side of my neck. Anyway, I couldn't go, I wasn't gonna go to the ball. So I was like by myself in the flat and everyone else went, which was really nice. Um, yeah I was really annoyed because I bought myself a cheesecake like from like what was it was it spa or something like I bought myself a cheesecake to make me feel myself feel better and then when I like went in to go eat it after everyone had left I realized that they had eaten it (gasps) before they went and I was so annoyed and I was like that was meant for me but anyway the story though is like basically I was in my room like minding my own business and during that year one of our um do you remember the other the blonde emma emma that yeah, was yeah, yeah so she left because she got pregnant um during the year and decided to leave uni and so her room became free so another girl in our flat that had like a smaller room decided to move her to move into this into em- the blonde emma's room because it was bigger but she still kept the keys for her old room um because we used to just use it just to put crap in um so anyway we I was waiting and then all of a sudden I hear this like massive yelling and screaming and I look out and basically we were right by one of the the halls where they do kind of I don't know if they were doing graduation or something but basically there was a ceremony that was going on and they put out all these like planters with all these nice flowers outside this hall building and basically my flat thought it was really funny to steal those so they stole them and they brought them into our flat and again the porters were like what the hell but because we had this spare room inverted commas that we had a key for we locked all of the planters in that little room and obviously the porters weren't allowed to just go into anyone's room because they didn't know that it wasn't someone's room anymore so basically they came into our flat and they knew, they knew that, like, my flat had taken them, but they couldn't prove it because they couldn't find the planters. And they, like, looked in our kitchen and they were looking in our, like, communal hallway and everything and they couldn't find them. And, they, and then even we were like, oh, you can look in some of our rooms and they couldn't find anything. So they had to go away. And so, yeah, so then we ended up just having these weird planters that were probably someone's graduation ceremony flowers. And we just kept them around our flat until they died. And then we just... I can't remember what we did with the planters, but we did something with them. Um, but yeah, so good times. Good times. You were so naughty, Jasmine. Like, so huh? naughty. You were so I naughty. Didn't, I didn't even do it. Like, I wasn't even yeah, there. Were I just you witnessed it. All this, like, I just witnessed it. You were the ringmaster, Jasmine, admitted. I think you were, yeah. I wasn't. I just, I was an innocent part. I had mumps. I just wanted master. to eat my cheesecake and just, like, be ill. Um, when you had the mumps, you were able to eat cheesecake. 
well, I didn't eat cheesecake, so we'll never know if I could have eaten cheesecake. But you, you feel like you could have done. Well, because I only had like the lumps on one side, so I could technically, uh... I suppose, chew on the other. Oh, man. Do you not believe that I had mumps, Andy? No, I absolutely believe that you had mumps because <laughs> <laughs> because we all also had mumps, and I was told that I was the second person on campus to have it, and then they and then everybody got it, and they were calling it an epidemic. So were you a super spreader? Yeah. Thanks, freshman. Wow. <laughs> Did you get yeah. lumps as well? Did I get lumps, Emma? Jasmine, when Andy, <laughs> I still can't, I still can't, cause, like get the image out of my head. So like, Andy rings me and Danny, I think, to say, <laughs> she's like, guys, she... <laughs> and said, guys, you come round, cause I think, I think there's something wrong. <laughs> Oh my god! Walking into her room, and she was in her bed, and she was like, had like, she had like this top or, or a scarf or something like up to her chin, and obviously it was all like huddled and like in the bed, and so was like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> oh my god! When she pulled down the the scarf, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like, her neck was like as like almost wider than her forehead. <laughs> Oh my god! I literally was like, I, I, I mean, did we laugh fully in your face at that point? Or yeah, it, I mean, yeah, you did. Was, <laughs> I, I can still see it. it. It looked like somebody had come in and like done, you know, like CGI and stuff. Like it looked like somebody had done something to Andy that, like, oh, I've just, it was so good. And then we were like. No, Andy, there's definitely something wrong. <laughs> that is totally not normal. Oh, God. Yeah, because I, I remember the night before feeling a bit off and fi- and just sort of, yeah, a bit, um, I don't know, like under the weather kind of feeling. And, and my kind of, yeah, my neck felt a bit sore. And then I thought, oh, I'll just sleep it off, sleep it off. And then the next day I didn't go to whatever lectures, but then that wasn't a great shock anyway. And then, yeah, by sort of later on, I was like, nah, this is this is too tender. My neck is too fat. What's going on? <laughs> I better get a second opinion on this. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, actually, like... I was actually quite poorly, though. Like, I, I yeah, really couldn't do much for about 10 no. days. No, you were really poorly. But yeah, because you're most, but you're most contagious, like, before you get the swelling, right? Like, a week before, you're, like, the most contagious, but that's when you just feel a bit kind of yeah. flu-y and stuff because I thought I just had like freshers flu like a delayed freshers flu so mm. I was just sleeping all the time and then I just woke up one day and everyone and I was like this doesn't look normal and then I, <laughs> when I walked into my like the kitchen everyone was like there's something wrong with your face and I'm like cool <laughs> like as like cool. an 18 year old who's just like trying to fit in with everyone I was just like cool everyone thinks like there's something wrong with my face <laughs> like great thanks thanks for that but yeah and then yeah and then I had to obviously miss ball and then um and everything but it was fine um I remember though the woman was like when I went to the nurse like to be like oh I think I've got mumps she was like 
you could have mumps, but we need to do the test just to double check. And I was like, I clearly have mumps. And she was like, we need to do the test. So I think she just had to like swab my mouth and be like, you'll get test results to confirm you have mumps. And I was like, great, thanks. Like, I don't know what you're going to do with that. Like, what's that going to change right now? Because I've clearly got mumps. And she was like, it's okay, though. Like, you look quite sweet, like a hamster. And I was like. (laughs) She did not say that. Yeah, she told me I look like a hamster. And I was like, I don't really know what to do with this information. That's not allowed, is it? Surely you can't tell students that they look like hamsters. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know that like once I went to the like the the doctor because I thought I had like a cold or something, and the doctor was like like looking at me like quite intently, and I was like, "Is something wrong?" She was like, "You seem to have like sideburns," and I was like, "I'm sorry." And she was like, "You was like you seem like you have sideburns," and I was like, "I do not have sideburns." She was like, "Exactly," and I was like, "Like this is completely irrelevant." to like why I've come to see you (laughs) I'm like I don't know why you're telling me this information I think she was trying to be like you might have a hormone imbalance because you're growing sideburns and I was like I'm not not growing sideburns you're a hamster with sideburns (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah I mean I did not I mean I don't really think I trusted the medical professionals on campus after that um yeah. Well, yeah. oh mate, yeah, <clears throat> we all went down with mumps, didn't we? I I remember the nurse saying to me, "Oh well, yeah, you can't really go to lectures or anything at the moment, so why don't you just go back home and be looked after by your family?" And I was like, "What? Back to Kent, like three hundred miles away?" <laughs> and in any case, none of my family are there. They've all fucked off on a cruise together, so <laughs> there's no one to go home to. And I felt really sad and pathetic. Yeah. Well, at least you had Emma with you. Yeah, but she was just taking the piss, wasn't she? Oh, I was just taking the piss, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was... Um... Yeah, sorry, Anthony. But then you got the mask. Right. Yeah, but... I didn't really she know. still went out and everything. I though. still went out. I just wore a scarf. Because <laughs> it was, you know, it was, we went down to Lonsdale Bar and I, you know, it was just still order like, what? Two double vodka and cokes, or four double vodka and cokes, whatever it was, the the standard order um, per person. That is. Um, and I just, wore, yeah, I just, I just wore. I think I, I remember the scarf actually, like a red, like uh, animal print scarf, and I just wrapped that around my neck and was like, "Is this all right, guys?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine." <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot to separate a student from their going out, though, doesn't it? Mm. I was, I, I obviously, it, obviously nothing like Andy. It, it was more just like, it basically felt like a sore throat, basically. Hmm. So, like, I saw this, like, a little bit of a swerve off topic, but, like, I read this article today about something called, like, sharking. Have you heard of this? No. So, apparently, this is, like, a, the term that they're using now to describe like older male students that prey or normally older male students that prey on like young freshers or young female freshers and like basically kind of like kind of like yeah basically just kind of manipulate them into like sleeping with them and stuff 
and like you know all these stories about about it with like these older male students like targeting the younger female freshers because they don't know any better and I was just reflecting on like my unique experience and I don't remember I don't really remember that happening but also maybe that's because we were the sharks Jasmine (laughs) who were we preying on exactly when we were freshers in my case like anyone and everyone pretty much (laughs) but okay but Emma do you remember anything like this interestingly not again in the sense I think I think we were quite lucky in that I say lucky I think if you were in a group that was almost a group of girls that was quite almost like fierce I I don't think things like that I think men can always almost like tell like not to go near certain women so like there's vulnerable women and then there's like fierce women and I think generally I've always obviously been in the fierce category um and the groups of because like, you're so tall as well, as well you're so, so tall I mean you yeah it's not like you're gonna bother <laughs> even you know I'm, I'm must be mental being now. that tall yeah <laughs> 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 um, I yeah I mean I always I do think about that because even like throughout most of my life I've never really I don't really think I've ever had any sort of trouble and I don't know if that's yeah for being so tall or just the fact that like (laughs) I don't know maybe I I really don't know um but I remember at uni our group I don't know I think we always looked out for each other and we were just quite we, we were interested in each other and almost like wouldn't stray from that yeah. sort of circle, if that makes sense. And I think, I think um, men potentially this whole sharking thing, and, and and generally, you you look for maybe a group that aren't interested in each other. So you've got like, say you had a group of friends that aren't particularly friends because they just live together, and it's like, oh, but we don't really get on. Hmm. And they're almost like looking outward from the group. Maybe, maybe that's the sort of people that are targeted. Yeah, I mean, I think, because I reflect on this and I was thinking, I don't think that I particularly had this kind of experience. But then when I think about it a little bit more, I do remember, I don't know if you guys remember, like, Irish Joe. Yeah, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, like, do you remember? She's, like, quite, like, like she's quite a petite kind of woman and, like, yeah. that kind of thing. And I remember, like, do you remember, like, we got, when we got to we got to campus like for the first day we had like older students like show us to our rooms or show us where to go yeah do you remember that so I remember like I got shown to my room by like a female student but like Irish Joe who's in my flat got shown to her room by a male student who was probably like a second or third year and like he like he gave like he took her number was like oh if you ever need anything from me and I just remember at the time not thinking anything on it but on reflection like he was very much like on her you know what I mean in the sense of like meshing her come out like all that kind of stuff and I was just thinking like maybe that's what he was doing I mean I can't you know I I don't think anything happened between them really I don't think I think he potentially was you know doing this with a few fresher women (laughs) like that he showed to their rooms I don't think she was like the only one but I do remember sort of talking to her and her and her being like oh this guy like he just gave me his number and we're just messaging and he's asking like we want to go out and blah 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 blah. and I was like oh 
okay, like, do you know him? And she was like, no, not really, but he just showed me to my room and he seemed really nice and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just think it's, like, kind of interesting, isn't it? Like, when I reflect on that now, I'm just like, oh, as an older woman, like, that kind of seems a bit dodge. Is it, though? It's only an exchange of a phone number. I, mean, I, was, yeah. I think initially, sorry, I was just going to say, initially, initially I was going to say, yeah, but Jasmine, literally, if he was in the second year, for example, he's literally going to be a year older, potentially, right? But then mm. you look on the face of it and you think, somebody that's like 18 versus somebody that's 19, surely there's not much difference. But then... Before I said that, I did then think, though, the difference between a first and a second year to a second and a third year is actually massive because how I was in the first year compared to how I was in the second year, like, it, it is sort of, I was like, at what age does sort of, all of a sudden you sort of, the ages don't matter, if that makes sense. And I think up until something like uni, you know, like, there is a big gap between the two that that one year is a big gap whereas mm. once you once you go past it because if he was in his second year he's done what we did in the first year which yeah is pretty much naively or blindly going into certain situations that maybe we shouldn't have gone into um, and if we'd had our time again maybe wouldn't i.e didn't do it in the second year or maybe some of us did but i mean like <laughs> hey. so in, in in that sense how would you how did you know I was talking about you, Andy? I didn't. I just oh. said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you thought I was talking about you. Um oh. no, so then in that sense I do get what you mean, Jasmine, because a second year person is gonna is gonna prey on that vulnerability of because you knew how vulnerable you were in the first year. So maybe it is actually quite bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is it is hard because I do think that if you think about it, like you know, when you first get to uni, it'll be the first time that you're really away from home, like probably alone. Like yeah, yeah. lots of us don't go to uni with our best friends, so we don't normally have like people that know us or that we can kind of rely on exactly. immediately yeah, when we get there. Exactly. And like some people would have only just turned eighteen by the time we went to yeah. university as well so again very 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 you know, sheltered yeah have, and might not have ever really gone out drinking or anything like that yeah and I just feel like you know I don't I mean I don't like yeah they're only like a year older and all this but I think in terms of like yeah that stage of life that you're at is yeah like you're saying like you do feel a bit more vulnerable when you kind of enter university at that time and like you know, I was, I went to university, you know, we went to university in Lancaster, but I, and we were all miles away from like any family or support system, realistically. Um, And, you know, you're trying to fit in and you're feeling like a bit scared and stuff. So, you you know, if someone's nice to you, you're like, oh, you know, you try and latch onto that because you want to fit in and you want to have someone like be your friend, basically. And I guess you you naively kind of trust people when maybe you should be have like maybe should be a bit more wary of people like in those kinds of situations. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't know. I don't think that 
that maybe this person didn't really have any ill intentions towards my friend and you know like he said nothing happened and blah 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 but you know I suppose it's just that kind of behavior isn't it that you'll think like now that people are calling out and giving a name to and thinking oh actually is it is it okay to behave in that kind of way or to like promote that kind of behavior in a way like I think it's really hard though because equally generally I guess I don't know what percentage of people but you go to uni right fine you do the uni course whatever you do your degree I mean generally people are there just to basically get with other people and so (laughs) like there isn't even even though even though somebody in the second year might try and come onto the first year person because they're vulnerable equally they might just fancy them and think well they're only a year younger I fancy them and uni's about shagging so why not they're like and if they're just a in inverted commas normal person i.e just want to have a shag then and the other person is completely on board with that as well then obviously there's totally nothing wrong with that because it's like hey do you want my mm-hmm. number and it's like yeah uh-huh. go on then and blatantly all they actually are going to do is shag and that's that and then <laughs> that's it game over and what they and at uni there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because people aren't like being that that's that's actually very normal behavior isn't it as long as it's done consensually and everyone yeah taking part is happy and it's in it's, it's safe but you know that's absolutely fine yeah everyone knows the score yeah which mm. i felt at uni personally and, and you know in the situations i was in you know i i, I was happy with yeah no i mean i think i think there is that kind of there is a line isn't it and i suppose it's it's one of those things i guess it's just like you know it would be interesting i suppose like if you know if like a mature student was behaving like that so someone that is say like in their mid-20s was like hitting on like 18 year olds yeah that's very different i think and especially it's also intention isn't it because like you say if a 19 year old gives a number to an 18 year old they just blatantly fancy him and that's that and it's that's it's not really too complicated Mm. whereas the older you get attraction maybe gets a bit more complicated because I think to think about how I was at 18 and when I had certain relationships with men at that age (laughs) it it didn't seem as complicated and it was quite physical and that was it whereas obviously it's a very very different ball game now obviously because it isn't just you know and, and and almost you have intention when you go into relationships or even just meeting somebody and so like what you're saying jasmine yes if it's a more mature student coming onto an 18 year old you have to question that mature student probably has slightly different intentions probably and mm-hmm. or unless they're just trying to relive their 18 year old self um if not then maybe that is not necessarily like that sort of sharking is obviously not it sounds a bit more problematic Mm, yeah yeah it is interesting that there is now a term for it when thinking about it even though that wasn't really 
any of our experience you know it we're not shocked to stop and consider the fact that it happened but now there's a name for it kind of thing it's mm. it's just yeah. interesting because you know in today's society we're more likely to call out that sort of bad behavior and it is bad but i guess you know it it kind of shows our age a little bit that you know when we started university that was 17 years ago and actually times <laughs> have changed so there was so a lot crazy. more sort of well i think just generally as women living in 2004 that's just you, there was more that people put up with just generally wasn't there and we mm-hmm. were more ignorant to a lot of things as well yeah oh yeah, yeah. definitely and just like yeah. you know 17 years before that people put up with even more and 17 years before that does and yeah. on and on it goes but yeah you've got to you've got to have your wits about you when you go to uni for sure yeah which I, mean, we, I, think... I didn't but yeah <laughs> I mean I think you know a lot of uni though is learning like you know it's the it's probably the first time that people like I said live by themselves kind of almost live a semi-adult independent kind of life in some ways and also like for the first time you're like surrounded by your peers like all the time and then you're like you know lots of people have their first kind of real relationships at university or kind of you know all of that kind of stuff and I guess putting all those feelings and hormones and stuff together it can just create like lots of drama and like tensions and stuff that you know when you reflect on it now you're just a bit like oh (laughs) what was that all about um yeah kind of mountains out of molehills kind of stuff mm -hmm. and yeah yeah, just being so just having so little perspective even though your, your perspective is instantly widened by moving to a different town different part of the country blah 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 like you say Jasmine like your first time away from home probably a lot of the time it does widen your perspective a little bit and I found uh, hopefully other people did not just me but in the first term of the first year you're like this is it I've arrived now I know everything because I've moved somewhere and I've gained this little bit of perspective and now I've got it all sussed but you look back now and you think Christ I was only marginally less of a dickhead than I was in the sick form at uni <laughs> is that true emma um i was actually just trying to think of my own state of mind at uni and then i yeah i actually don't i i, I don't think i had that attitude that andy had but i actually don't think i even bothered to even really think about anything as such like i feel like i just I think I just really, really, really enjoyed life at that age, like to the point of not even spending any time like reflecting, just almost just, I don't know, it just felt like it was always going forward. Um, Mm. I think I can't really, it's really hard. Like I can't really put myself, I wish, like uni for me, I wish in a way, you know how social media obviously wasn't big when we were at uni. Um, mm. It was only sort of on the peripheral, wasn't it? Really, there was. Um, yeah, it was like you're... face Facebook became a thing when we were uni days, right? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was like every Tuesday you'd go on the Lost website on the mm. uh, sorry on the Toast <laughs> website to see the photos from the night before, 
Oh um, my god! It was, yeah. always, it was always done by a professional photographer, so it wasn't even like they were going to be. But you always check in the background and blah blah blah. And oh, you know, you just think like, as much as I'm so glad social media wasn't the way it is now, like when we were at uni. Part of me wishes it was because then I'd remember more because I feel like I've forgotten so much of it. Um, because obviously we were drunk most of the time as well. Um, yeah yeah and i don't know like yeah andy you saying like getting there being like yeah i've moved here i've done this da, da, da. god i don't even remember feeling anything like i just don't remember what it felt like I, I i think i remember being just ridiculously excited most of the time um we didn't have the capacity to think hard, even as students you were just breaking up a touch there, by the way. Oh, Andy is reconnecting. Oh, I can say she's broke up a touch. I'm back, Andy. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah. So you were you just broke up a little bit and then disconnected. Oh, I thought it had gone quiet. Um... <laughs> Right. That's yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Um Yeah, where were we? Oh yeah, Emma, you were saying that you, you don't really remember the state of mind. Not your really. state of mind at the time. But I think we, we also weren't that introspective. Like you say, we, we were just so busy trying to make the most of every second and just have as much fun as possible that we just didn't yeah, stop and think about anything which is no and that's why I think it went so fast and like I say I I love looking back at old photos and I love obviously the fact that obviously we're still friends and you know you know Jasmine you always remember different things to like me and Andy and that I think yeah. is, um I I love I love other people's memories of uni because it's it's just different isn't it? and it'll yeah. it'll be like oh do you remember that time and I'm like oh my god no and I just wish I wish I I wish I remembered more to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I just remember like, um, like Facebook. I remember Facebook being a thing and like posting on on your wall and posting pictures was like a thing. Andy's like reconnecting, but I was going to mention the fact that me and Andy said that we Andy, do you remember this? Like we said we were in a relationship on Facebook. Oh, did you? I don't remember that. Andy. Because we used to post like songs on each other's walls to like dedicate, oh. and I think people properly thought we were actually in a relationship. Oh, so you were just like, yeah, bugger it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we just say we are just to be funny, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Andy, do you remember this? Sorry, I just missed what you guys were just talking about because um, my thing. Oh, she keeps I'm going out. Having a howler with this. Um... With this, this it's, isn't can you hear me? Can you hear we me can again? Hear you now? now, now, yeah. Oh. Get Sky, they said. It'll be the best raw band you've ever had, they said. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's clearly okay. not. Um, sorry, what? Yeah, because I, I just came back in and Jasmine, you're going, oh, do you remember this, Andy? But I don't know what you're talking about, sorry. I was saying, like, do you remember when we were in a relationship on Facebook and we used to leave each other songs? You and me? Yeah. 
I remember posting the songs to each other, but I don't remember that we listed ourselves as in a relationship with each other. That seems like a very bold thing to do. <laughs> I think we, t- I, I mean, I just remember because I remember I think I put myself, we put ourselves in like a relationship and then someone commented on my walk being like, oh my God, you're in a relationship. Who are you in a relationship with? And I was like, oh no, it's just me and my friend Andy were just having fun. Because you also like, was it in third year? You sent me a Valentine's card. Oh my god, did I? Yeah, but I think you were trying to make it as if it was from like a secret admirer, but I knew it was from you because I recognised your handwriting. That's such an ugly thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what a rookie mistake to write it myself with my own right hand. Again, I think I, I just don't. Do. I don't think you realised that I knew your handwriting. If I'm honest, like, I don't think you thought I would no. know it. It's quite distinctive, though, so I should have figured that out. Yeah. Also, I don't know if it was a Purple Ronnie card as well. Maybe that's what also gave it away. Classic. Classic. That's, <laughs> that's so <laughs> me as well. Did Andy, like, go and deliver it to you, like, face-to-face? Like, <laughs> I remember it was... Because I lived... Do you remember Chances Wharf? I lived in Chances Wharf yes. in the third year. And I think it was yes, in it my is. post, my little, my little, um, like, what you know, they had, like, post... What are they called? Um, Chances Wharf again? Say it, it Wasn't me. it by the Water Witch? It's by the Water Witch. It's opposite the oh, Water Witch. Oh, you know when you're like, I was thinking about on campus, but of course it was yeah. you know, opposite the Water Witch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jasmine, if that was when you were in the third year, that's particularly impressive by me because I didn't even live in Lancaster in the third year. That was when I was doing my placement in Manchester. Oh, yeah. Maybe you sent it to me. I would have I had the wherewithal to buy stamps and send things back then, yeah. I don't think. I wish I wish I had kept it, Andy. I don't know. Maybe I have. Maybe it's somewhere in my stuff. Like, I really hope so. But I was, I was going through some old stuff recently and I came across this picture that I drew of the perfect man when I was, like, 17. And I drew him <laughs> and he had, like, sticky-up hair, obviously. And I wrote all these notes on along the side of it that said things like, loves you more than beer football sex and blah 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 and yeah all, all this criteria down the side and then emma wrote a small asterisk underneath it all and put has a big cock on it as well <laughs> i mean that sounds true to form but um have you seen that we have a comment a voice note oh yeah we do should we play it yeah, do you want to hear it, Emma? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Go. Hello, Andrea, Emma, Jasmine. This is the Renaissance. I'm just chiming in. I'm sure you went through a great deal of information. My apologies for the absence. <laughs> I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge your new arrivals to stereo. If this is the case, I would like to extend my salutations to you all and bid you much success in your journeys. I'll chime in periodically if that's okay. Thanks a lot. Renaissance. Enjoying the talk. Oh, that's a really nice message. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if you're still listening, but thanks. That's really Wait, nice. let me see. Is he still listening? He, he's listening still. How can you tell who's listening? Because I have that power, Emma, because it's my podcast. Oh, my God, we've got another listener as well. I think we've had, like, intermittent, like, kind of listeners, like, dropping in and out and stuff. I keep seeing, like, little 
icons and things. But yes, men of sense, we are we are sort of new. Well, I'm me and Emma, I suppose, are new. Like Andy's a a bit of a old hand Wait. at this. This is my first time. Tonight's my first time. Ah, uh, yes, but he didn't call me Andy, did he? He called me Andrea, which I thought was quite cool. Do you want us to call you Andrea now? It doesn't sound as cool in like an Andrea kind of accent. Do you know what? Someone someone new started at work today called Andy, but her name is actually Andrea as well. And I went up to her early and I was like, so is it, so your name is definitely Andrea, but you want everyone to call you Andy. And she was like, oh yeah, no one's called me Andrea since I was like four years old. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That like hi, I'm Andrea. Fine. <laughs> so hi, I'm Andrea. She's, the she's on the way to A and E, and Andy slashed her wrist. <laughs> did you scratch oh, her, Andrea? Did you did you scratch this, Andy? No, actually, do you know what? You guys call me Andrea sounds really weird. I think only people that I've met in the last sort of ten years should call me um, Andrea. Okay, Andy. I don't know if I've ever yeah. called you Andrea. No, and it, and even you saying it just then sounded a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We're not going to change a habit of thirty years, are we? Yeah, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to change a habit because we've talked about nicknames briefly in the past, haven't we? And some nicknames are not allowed to stick. Yeah, I mean, we won't go into that again. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. Probably I mean, shouldn't. <laughs> things things have changed. Things, things have, changed. have changed. And obviously, yeah, our, our, our um, like you say, times change, and then, and also we were young, like in the sense of like everybody is quite naive to a lot of things, and uh, growing up, and then you get to an adult and you think, oh my god, like yeah, you know how people look back and think when they see photos of themselves and say like oh my god, like what I was wearing. I'm never really that horrified about stuff like that. I'm more horrified about things I used to Really, Emma? Because I've got some photos. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I think it was with the time. Um, but Really? Yeah. I mean, see, Molly I it... doesn't like it. God bless her. I think I'm talking to the right. I think, I think it is funny, um, like, Emma, that like in your little avatar that you've got like a black spotty top on because that is like one of the biggest things I remember from you from uni like in terms of what you wore that you used to have like a black spotty dress in particular I think that you wore a lot yeah I did yeah 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 to like like it's a toast <laughs> and stuff oh I used to love yeah I I mean spotties yeah black anything black and spotty I used to oh, I used to love I still do but I tend to now more animal I've turned into more animal print but I still oh, animal have print. A, I have a soft spot for um Excuse the pun. I don't know. <laughs> number. But I just, and obviously, like, Andy, like, when we were at uni, you didn't like wearing dresses or skirts at the time. So you were always no. kind of wearing trousers, your jeans in particular. And and also, yeah, do I you was, still I was have a bit that, of an idiot then? Do you still have that purple top that it had, like, was it, did it say, like, Frankie says relax on it? Or if I make that up? But you had a purple top that had like writing on it, mate. A lot of my tops have writing on. I'm a bit of a, um, a slogan whore sometimes. 
even now even though women over the age of 30 shouldn't wear print t-shirts according to some people but like do you remember like what did that purple do you remember this like purple t-shirt that you used to wear a lot uh Oh, hang on. No, did it say... Or did it just say relax rather than Frankie says relax? Maybe it just said relax. I don't know. But that's also one of, like, a memory that I have of you in particular is, like, that top. Um, Emma, do you remember this top at all? You're quite good at remembering clothes. I am. And annoyingly, I I can't remember it, actually. For some reason, that picture of you when you're about 13 keeps coming into my head when you've got that like rainbow t-shirt on it wasn't a rainbow <laughs> one um i'm trying to think from uni but like you say it was it's, it's really weird because obviously i've seen i've known you for so long and obviously all your different like styles and actually yeah i always to think about you at uni your style was so different to what it is now like so different yeah, I mean, when I was at university, I didn't, it sounds really stupid, but like, oh, or maybe maybe I'm being big-headed about who I am now, but I think when I was at university, I didn't realise what my assets were, and I didn't, I, I just kind of dressed to cover up and didn't really make the most of things, whereas now I'm a bit more like, yeah, I'll wear a skirt, because my legs are all right, when, whereas when I was at uni, I was like, oh, no one must see my legs ever. Which yeah, um, I was, I was very much. It's weird, well. really. I, I was exactly the same, really. I, I was probably more conscious of my body when it was in a far better state <laughs> than I am now, which is ridiculous <laughs> because, you, yeah, like I'm more likely to wear a dress now than I, I even I was at uni. I, I did wear that spotty number, but equally, I was far more confident in trousers. And, if, mm. and when I used to go out, like, if you know, when we used to go to toast and stuff, and I I would quite often, you always prefer, if I was feeling a bit like, oh, whatever, I'd always put, like, jeans on, always. Yeah, yeah but was it still, um, were we still in the flared jeans mode when we were at university? We were, weren't we? We definitely were, yeah, because, yeah, we definitely were, yeah. yeah. Whereas nowadays, I only wear skinny jeans. I wouldn't touch a boot cut now personally even i don't care if it's in i'm just all about skinny jeans now and that is it mate i would love it if flares came back though but i just remember like wearing a pair of jeans that were like quite baggy but also you know that thing where they were like long and they would like trail on the floor and eventually you get this like hem like a rough hem because it's been dragging on the floor and you just have to like cut off these bits off the bottom of your jeans because they'd just been dragging along the floor on the ground because they were too long. Yeah, you'd actually... I think that was Emma's whole motif. I was about to say, that was my motif. Like, literally, I used to get... Yeah, (laughs) you know that picture that comes up on Facebook sometimes and it was like, meanwhile, back in the 90s. Like, I some... And it's that person. It's it's the back of somebody's flares and they're all (laughs) torn and they've got, like, mud mud going off them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I genuinely think it's a picture of me. I'm like that. Literally, somebody took that photo of me because that that was my life. Yeah, I mean, I think it's weird because now, when I was at uni, again, I think I was like, I think I was similar to you, Emma, where I was kind of more self conscious about the way I looked then, where my body was better than I am now. But I think it's just feeling more confident and not caring anymore. But also, like, 
it's weird like when I was younger I used to like like to wear like shorter skirts and things like but now I'm very much like midi length or longer type person when I wear like dresses or skirts now which I find quite quite funny like I don't know if it's just like a conservative thing or like it's just like a I don't know getting older thing but yeah now I'm like I don't really like to wear short things anymore whereas at uni that was very much a like a thing of mine <laughs> to wear shorts. I think you're you're aging gracefully whereas I feel like I'm sort of doing the opposite because I like wearing things that are quite short and I put things on now <laughs> and I look in the mirror and I'm like I'm 35 years old am I too old to wear something as short as this and I think I slightly push it but everyone around me is too kind to say anything no you proper Andy, you don't wear shorts like what what you were wearing the other Sunday that looks so nice what you were wearing so that's that was that is my recent example of thinking am I too old to wear this dress I actually thought you looked super super smart and I was like oh it's really you just look like you, it just it we all dress up to go out for dinner or for lunch and I just thought like it just showed and I don't know I just thought it just looked lovely like how we all dressed up and I thought you looked stunning oh mate that's really kind <laughs> and I, I like I, I really love the new style you've got going it's very block I love the block colors I think they really work and I think the colors you pick as well are really good like I love that you wear like red I think that's like a brilliant color to wear yeah red's the kind of color I always used to be afraid of actually but it really, yeah, you, kind of, you, you yeah. can really pull off like proper bold colours and bold block colours. And I, I think that's what you've been wearing recently. And I think it's yeah, I really, really like it. Oh wow, thank you. If 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 we were to you know time travel from our 20-year-old selves to now to hear you saying that to me, I'd have been like, nah, no way would Emma ever <laughs> compliment me on my style. So yeah, this yeah, is think... this is amazing. But that, I think as you get older, you, you, yeah, you know, Jasmine, you feel it. Andy, you must feel it as well. We're, we're older. And like you say, perhaps we're not as, you know, um, as we were when we were younger, like nobody is. Um, and I don't know, but yet we are more confident in our, in our skin now. Yeah. I definitely so we, am. So we, do look, we do look better because obviously we feel better. Yeah. I think you just learn, like, like not just, like, I think you just learn, like, how to, like, yeah, accentuate things about your body or, like, you know, how to dress a little bit better, I think. Also, maybe, like, we could afford slightly nicer clothes now, like, as well, which maybe fit better <laughs> or, like, look just better on us um, and stuff. But it is funny as well because, like, I think, again, I've gone – the opposite where like I think I used to wear a lot of bright colors when I was younger but now I've definitely turned a lot more muted in the colors that I wear like again like sticking to the kind of the kind of the browns and the blues and the darker colors whereas I think when I was younger I used to wear like bright colors a lot more um but yeah that's kind of yeah interesting isn't it to see that kind of shift in people yeah, really interesting um, yeah, you know. I love it. Some people get stuck in the not only the same style, but the same item of clothing for years and years and years, don't they, Emma? They definitely, definitely do. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> that sounds like a bit of a nasty swipe. It isn't. It's just that me and Emma know someone who was quite famous for wearing like the same item of clothing for for ages and ages. And you saying that just made me think of it. God, is it like the physically the same item of clothing or it's just the same like sort of style of clothing over and over again same style over and over okay yeah Mm, I mean same item actual item of clothing I think oh I wouldn't necessarily know that definitely yeah actually maybe maybe I've exaggerated it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll 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 never, never but I think but I'm actually. Also... In... Sorry, you go, Jazz. No, no, you go first, Andy. Oh no, I was I was just going to say um, because I'm trying to have quite a big clear out at the moment of clothes. I am um, I'm having to be quite brutal with my wardrobe, which cuts me deep because I've always been the sort of person that has those loads of clothes, even if I don't wear all of them. I just like being in possession of them in the thought that I will one day wear it kind of thing but mm. yeah I'm having to be a bit harsh now and um get rid of things that I never thought I'd get rid of but some things I've had for what four years and said oh I'll fit into that one day and I never did mm. yeah well I think it's like it's... aspirational clothing doesn't I don't think works for a lot of people like you should oh, just... that's the term yeah aspirational yeah. clothing like, you should just dress for the body that you have, not for the one that, like, you... Well, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I think, like, aspirational clothing probably only makes you feel bad. Yeah, um, whereas you could buy something nice to wear now, which makes you feel good and look good. I find it I find it hardest. Um, I don't find that I have clothes I haven't worn. I can't get rid of. I really, really struggle to get rid of clothes that um, don't fit anymore, that remind me of such a good time. Mm. Um, and so that, they're the pieces that I, I really struggle because I think part of me, it's not that I want the body I had when I fit into it. I almost want the memory of when I was in it. And yeah, I... I really, really struggle to throw away certain clothing because of what it reminds me of, which is, and, and part of me, yeah, so part of me thinks I need to get my figure to that because I need to wear that again because I want to re- like remember that moment again. It's so weird. I, I, mm. Yeah. I, I think as, giving as up clothes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I was going to say, like, giving up clothes, I think is is hard when they have so many memories in them. Yeah. Um, Nostalgic. Yeah, because I remember, like, I don't know, I don't remember if, if I think I, I got it after uni, but I can't remember if you guys saw me wearing it, but, like, I had a bright blue coat with, like, gold buttons that I wore for, like, years and years, and it was, like, yes, a vintage, a vintage coat, and it was from, like, I think it was like the 80s because it had like puff shoulders and like it was like that kind of shape and stuff and I wore it forever and I like when I went to New York I had it when I went to all these different places I I, like wore this coat all the time and then like a few years ago I realized that like 
I hadn't worn it for a really long time because it didn't really match this, my style anymore. Because like I said, I don't really wear, like it was like electric blue and I didn't really wear those kind of colours. And I and I found it really hard to give up that coat because I was just like, I don't want to give this coat up because I've done so many things in it. And like, I've thrown up so many times on this coat and <laughs> you know, all this kind of thing. And I just like, I can't, I don't want to give it up. Then I also thought like, obviously after I dry cleaned it thoroughly, um you know I should give it I should give this away because someone else will love this coat and wear it all the time and they will have all these great memories in it and I should you know they should have that experience which I had rather than me just keeping it in my like wardrobe forever not wanting to wear it anymore or not not wearing it anymore but just looking at it and stuff because I suppose like the memories that I have of it I still have and like, like that doesn't matter whether I have the coat or not and yeah so yeah, yeah. so yeah so I gave it away and like to have. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so I gave it away yeah well I hope that there is a person out there that got that coat and is having a well of a time in it oh, um, get in touch if you're that person <laughs> yeah if you if you are that person <laughs> that picked up an electric blue coat with three gold buttons and like puff sleeves. Um, I remember that, I do yeah. remember that coat. I 100% remember I that. do. That was a cool <laughs> coat, man. Mm. I love a coat, to be fair. A nice, yeah, like big block colour coat like yours, Jasmine. Oh, and I love coats that. hold so many memories. Like, I, yeah, I have a really like, yeah, a really sort of, nostalgic attachment to coats especially actually and yeah I um, I find it really hard to part with things like that because they just remind me of oh god yeah even thinking about coats now some of the coats I've had I just think just take me back you feel like I think you just think that if you put that coat on again you'll be transported to that time mm. and, <laughs> and you're just Oh, and that just the thought of that is like oh, just amazing as in not to, think, not to live not to live there just to be back in that moment <laughs> just for a bit do you think um is there anything in your wardrobe now emma that you would save for molly oh great question really, yeah really good question um i mean i'm obviously keeping my wedding dress for her not to not to wear but i mean <laughs> hey molly she's like crying like seriously mom you're fucking kidding um <laughs> I wish I think I've never really bought you know how you said now we're getting old and we're starting to buy obviously better clothes I think Mm. the only thing with my wardrobe (laughs) is that I've never really owned anything that's anything more than high street so I feel like it isn't really it's it's never really going to keep that well Mm. Um, I have got a fur coat up in the loft which is which was my nana's which my mum gave me which I'm going to keep and hopefully wear um and then I would leave to Molly as well but um yeah apart from wow, that, is it real fur I don't know actually I don't actually know if it's real fur I don't think it's real fur but it's really cute it's a really nice little coat um oh wow yeah it's a good question Jasmine and I wish I wish I had something I guess the clothes I love, I wear, I wear them to death. And mm. so if yeah. I was, if I were to keep any clothes for her, 
it would almost be something I didn't like. Yeah. I was just thinking more like, you know, the kind of clothes, because obviously like the 90s and the noughties is like back in now, but who knows what will be in fashion when Molly's like older. But like, you know, just like, you know, like a T-shirt that we wore, that you might have worn a lot or something that now you wouldn't really wear anymore. Or like, you know, like a, you know, like a band T-shirt, I suppose, or like a pair of shoes or a bag that you used to use a lot, but now you don't really like yeah there's not any occasion to like use them anymore or something I don't know I reckon if I've got anything when she's a bit older that I've I've kept on because I haven't been able to chuck it away mm. that will be I reckon it'll be whatever has has, has managed to survive the cull um like the cons because I actually <laughs> cull my I cull my clothes quite regularly because I don't actually like I'm the opposite to Andy I don't like having I don't like having clothes I don't wear and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like aspirational clothes at all because I don't think it will happen. Um, I just keep <laughs> nostalgic clothes. And, like, I guess if there's anything still surviving, like those colds, I'd say to her, like, oh, this is my whatever it is. Um, and if she wanted to wear it or have it or, you know, I would give it to her. Um, I've still got a couple of T-shirts, yeah, that I wore when I was like in sick form mm. and weirdly they're in okay it's like in okay condition it's actually one t-shirt and I wore it at uni as well and I've still got it and I always put it on every so often to try it see if it still fits and yeah, it's a bit <laughs> tight, but um I would potentially keep something like that and be like yeah you know would you you know if you want that and I don't know it's weird yeah good question a really good question <laughs> um is this the time to like see what what the audience is saying? <laughs> Absolutely, Renaissance back in the house. We've got a second listener who I really wish would say something as well. But let's see what Renaissance got to say. Hold on. I like the correlation, uh, Emma, that you stated uh, in regards to not letting certain uh, clothing go because it symbolizes a certain time period in your life Um, and it also gives you the opportunity to strive to get back to that uh, to that certain place Uh, when I turned 25 I'm well much older now um, I started to purchase suits and when I first started uh, my suits were fairly inexpensive you know from the thrift store what we called the thrift store at the time and uh i would take it to the dry cleaner and i would wear it like an armani suit and every year i would buy a suit on my birthday and i noticed that my purchases were becoming more and more of my suits this is going to go into part two cool part two. i think there's a part two yeah put part two up <laughs> So as I got older, um, my suits were more and more expensive. And what that symbolized for me was that I was on the right path in my life uh, as far as my objective and obtaining my objective, which was uh, financial independence. So every year I would look back uh, from the age of 25 and look at my suits and I noticed that it the purchases of my suits were more and more and it let me know it was 
symbolic to me that I was on the right path. So it was interesting that you said that. Um, I can definitely relate to that. Um, that's good stuff. Oh, that was brilliant. That's a good really point, like actually. That. I really like that. Yeah. Although, it's kind of interesting yeah, yeah, to reflect on that. Like, it's a trajectory of your, like, life choices and, and where things kind of go and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, except I wish some of us had thought to do it with clothes. I don't think, I don't really know anyone that has, actually. Maybe cars. I've seen people do it with, but clothes is a more obvious one. Let's all mm. do it. Let's go buy a statement piece this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I I think I slightly might have done that with bags over my life, where I have a yeah. few designer bags in my life and they're not many but they have represented I think the amount of money I could probably afford to buy at the time like so yeah it is it is strange I suppose to yeah think about that kind of projection of like what will I afford what could I afford next I suppose but also like what would I afford or what would I want as well in the future um but yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I I really I do I say it, I really 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 like um what he said about how he can look back every year and yet it be his path that he's obviously following, um and that he's used clothes to do that. Um, I think, and obviously yeah, like you said, Jasmine, you sort of have bags and etc. Annoyingly for me, I I I physically like I don't like spending a lot of money on clothes. I just like to feel good <laughs> in them. And so I personally yeah. would, I'd never go into a shop uh, that the clothes, you know, I'd never ever go into a designer shop because to me, I could probably find a nice enough top or dress in like a high street shop. So for me, it wouldn't be clothes that I could do that with. Um, and I'm just trying to think if there's anything, if there's anything in my life that, that, that shows my trajectory I don't know if there is really any I don't know if there's anything material I'm trying to think if there is um, no what about you Andy is there anything for me it wouldn't be anything material it would be more I guess a bit of a state of mind thing that sounds really sort of cheesy doesn't it but no no not at all for me, I mean, it, it, it's for me the the easiest way to see how I'm doing is to ask my friends because so often, during or just after a particularly bad time, um, people close to me, you in particular, Emma, will say, "Yeah, when that was happening, you were acting like this, and you were coming across as that, and it was really clear to see that you weren't happy." And da da da, and I'm like. Oh shit! And I and you you forget sometimes what that outward display of your mental state is like, and then you can actually, yeah, when someone kind of verbalizes it back to you like that, you can you can make a bit more sense of what you were going through because of how it showed, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, well, I hope um, that people would say, you know, this this past year in particular hasn't been without its stresses and issues but hopefully people see me as a bit 
more happy and settled than I have been for a number of years where it's been a bit more turbulent. Yeah, I've, I've definitely seen the last few months um, you're 100% seem a lot happier. Um, a lot, yeah, a lot happier than yourself. And yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. Obviously, it's really nice to see. Really good to see. Oh, thanks. Sorry, I just I just took that from <laughs> we were talking about clothes and I've just gone on this completely off piste trajectory. Um no, but, but we, we have... point, I think that was the point that everyone actually you, you, you say like clothes and actually yeah, clothes yeah. mean so much to people's life and not and that's not, not just because of like you say how much they cost or anything, it's it's how they make you feel or what what they symbolise to you and then um, it's quite easy to look at somebody in the street and be like oh, that's a nice outfit or or oh, I don't really like those shoes or whatever it is just just you know your own opinion in, in your own head but like yeah actually it's, it's it's way more than that isn't it it's um it means a lot more to people hmm. yeah that's hey true. guys we've got another message would you like to hear it yeah. yeah. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> You're not alone on the uh, old clothes thing. Most of my T-shirts are at least 15 years old. Uh, they're in various states of disrepair. Uh, some of them are looking pretty threadbare now, but just can't let go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who sent that, go. guys? Do you know who that was? No. No. That was Mr. S himself. (gasps) (laughs) That's quite a reaction. Wow, I didn't expect that. No, neither did I until I saw um, (laughs) that he was was listening and sent a voice clip. Mr. S is right. I'm not going to say the name. I mean, I'm going to make an ed- I'm making an educated guess about who I think it is. So yeah, judging by reactions and stuff. So there you go. You might not have met him, but you've heard his voice now. Wow! 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 Well, well, welcome and thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm a bit gobsmacked. He's now involved in the podcast. I mean, that's some leveling up shit right there, isn't it? We might be yeah, a guest. That's on, Who knows? That's, that's on record. I don't think I'd ever get him to actually be on a podcast, but that was. Oh, I feel all weird now. That that was a very very cool step in the right direction. I know that he listens when I upload them to Spotify. He listens to them, but I didn't think he was a live listener until, well, today. So. There yeah. you go. Well, there you go. Thank there you, you go. for your message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's made us made to... isn't it? Oh, it's good to hear that's that. Basically, good. we're all hoarders and we all keep like these random bits of clothing. Around. Yeah, that's a great comment because, like I say, I, I find that the hardest things to chuck away are, yeah, the things that it, I know. It, yeah, I'll never wear them again. But I'm like, I can't physically chuck it away. Like. I've still got that stupid shell suit jacket that me and Michelle. Like, <laughs> oh, I, 
yeah, I wore it in that picture with Michelle. Then it was it just reminds me of one of the oh, yeah. funniest days we ever had when my mum and dad basically basically one day my mum and dad were like, right, we're gonna clean out the loft. And me and Michelle were like really hung over and just hanging out in my bedroom. And we just got involved and next minute we were like going through their old clothes and we like had them basically my like Michelle was wearing my mum's old leather jacket and I found this old like shell suit jacket and then we were both and then we found like sunglasses we found like all sorts and it was like the funniest day ever and we've got this picture of us in my bedroom um my old bedroom at home wearing this like fake like all this you know these clothes and I still got the shell suit jacket and I just cannot chuck it away because it just reminds me of that day that carefree day which we were sat there thinking we're totally bored we're totally hungover got nothing to do and then all of a sudden mum and dad just cleaning that loft turned out to be like the most special day ever and I don't know you just can't <laughs> I can't chuck the jacket I just can't chuck the jacket away okay Molly will inherit that jacket a hundred percent going back to the question Jasmine yes she'll have that jacket that would be that would be a memory to to have that isn't it to have something like that it's just <laughs> especially if you have the photo as well to go along with it exactly oh yeah. yeah that that photo is absolutely timeless as well yeah it is um it's all it's a bit it's quite blurred isn't it as well it's not actually it's not particularly yeah. it, it doesn't yeah but it, it just reminds yeah it reminds me of uh i think it was taken on was it taken on like a mobile phone like an old school mobile phone i don't know i i don't even know who would have taken that the quality looks like it was taken on like an old mobile phone um so yeah god and that well that would have been when we were about what 17 18 so okay that's 18 years old isn't it good oh yeah because 18 times 2 is 36, which is how old some of us are, isn't it, Emma? Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that, that came out really spiteful. Like, me and been already a couple of months behind. Sorry. No, you just wait till May, Andy. You just wait. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't look a day over 25. <laughs> I genuinely, I sometimes, no, I, I'm always, um, I think I'm quite, um, naive and uh what's the word delusional that's more the appropriate word actually I'm quite delusional I look and I think yeah I'm absolutely uh I'm absolutely fine I don't I don't look 36 and then I realize I'm not actually looking in the mirror I'm just thinking about what I look like <laughs> um, and, and then when I actually look at myself in the mirror I'm like holy fuck like yeah definitely people could easily say I'm 40 no, I have to admit, every time I'm in a supermarket, you know, if you're at the um, like self checkouts, not communicating with any other human beings, if you can help it for whatever reason, and then they have to come over and verify if you're buying alcohol, and they just like give your face a quick glance, and then they click the button that says customer is clearly over the age of 25, even though yeah. that's legit because I am 35. I still feel this pang of disappointment, like, oh, aren't you even going to check? <laughs> And it's really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> this is so unrealistic. <laughs> I mean I know, but where were I was with someone recently in, in Waitrose who's 
Oh yeah, I was with you know Freddie. Well, sorry, Jasmine, you don't know Freddie. I mean, you know Freddie, don't you? Yeah, yeah. We both got ID'd in Waitrose a couple of weeks ago, and we were like, "This is why Waitrose is the best supermarket." Da, da, da. But I don't know if she was just maybe humouring us a little bit. But, yeah, but regardless, ID, I'll take that as a win. I got ID'd in Marks and Spencers about about three or four years ago when I was when I was living in Canterbury. So it must have been four four years ago, maybe something like that. And I was absolutely fuming because I was on my lunch break and I ran into Canterbury. I ran to MS to get my dad some like Father's Day beers. And I would shop in that MS quite a lot because obviously I lived just up the road. And I literally only had like what an hour's break and I was on like a 12 hour shift or whatever. And this woman at the counter was like training that was the worst thing she was training this other person uh, this like younger I think actually and I think the ki- it was a kid I think the kid was like under 18 and that's why she had to like she had to come and like verify that I was over 25 and so he rang the bell she comes over and she looks at me and she goes yeah actually can I have your ID and I was like I didn't have it so I was, <laughs> so obviously I was like I, I I said to her I said are you taking piss? <laughs> obviously didn't go down that well. But then um, and then she was like oh no. And then I was like well no I haven't. And then she was like oh I'm really sorry I can't salute you. And I said I was like I was absolutely seething because I'd spent like about five minutes picking these beers. Obviously it was fucking just bottles of shitting like ale for God's sake. Like four bottles of ale. And I was like, this stupid middle-aged woman had, had done this to me. And I'm like 31 or whatever. Oh, and I, 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 do you know what I did? I, I left all my shopping. I was like, right, we're not taking any of it. And I stormed <laughs> off. And then, I went, and then I went up to the security guard and told him. And I said, do you realise what's just happened? And then he was like, what? And I was like, I've been coming in here for the last two years. Like, no, 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 no. Like nearly in tears actually because I just got myself so worked up and I was probably starving um, and then I just stormed out and then I actually didn't shop in M&S for about a year after that that'll show them and, and, and I wrote like the, a really shitty thing on Facebook um, about like a review of them um, and now Abby, Abby, you know Abby, she works at M&S and then well she works in their head office or whatever and I oh, we yeah, still yeah. always I still always go on about it and she's like, Oh for God's sake, Emma, have you not gotten over it yet? And I'm like, No <laughs> <laughs> And evidently I mean, bring it up on the podcast today, I still haven't got over it, no. Still hasn't got over it. <laughs> I think the weirdest time I ever got ID'd was when it must have been say eight, like when I first moved to London, so this must have been like five or six years ago, but I'm still in my like late twenties. And for some reason, I went to the pound shop and I was buying like glitter glue for some reason. And because it's glue, you have to be over 16 to buy glue. And the cashier ID'd me and asked me for ID. And I was like, I look over 16. Like, how old? And I was just like, huh? How old were you at this point? Late 20s. Oh my God. And she was like, I'm really sorry, I have to ID everyone that buys glue. And I was like, this is glitter glue? And she was like, I still have to ID everyone. And I was like, fine. And then she looked at it and she was like, oh my God, you're older than me. And I was like, yeah. Because blue's come back. Clearly, like, I was like, I'm clearly older than you. 
and like you ID'd me for glitter glue and I was just like I never felt so like embarrassed in my life because everyone in the cat and everyone in the in the queue saw me got ID for buying glue or glitter glue <laughs> and I was just like uh, I, I say I find it quite I guess if you've got ID it's not too bad um, <laughs> but, but you don't when you don't have ID I mean you're seriously because that she seriously fucked up my day <laughs> It's true. It's true. I think you just take it for granted, don't you? Over a certain age, you're just like, I'm not going to get it. Well, it was actually the fact that I, I was on a break. And as I say, it was such a busy lunch. And I was going back for the evening service. And I only had like an, an hour to actually eat, like have some lunch and, and go into town, which I hated doing on my break. Um, hmm. And obviously, so all I did, I just took my phone with me, which had my card, that just had my bank card in. And that was it. I didn't take a handbag or anything. I just literally legged it from the restaurant straight into town. Um, mm. And that's what... Oh, I, just, I just couldn't believe how much you messed up my day. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't go back in... It did take me a long time to go back into that particular M&S anyway. I, I still point blank refused to go back in it for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> On principle. On principle. Well, I stopped... I've never used my sparks card again <laughs> so that theoretically I'm like not traceable to them anymore <laughs> it'd be like yeah do you remember I used to use my sparks card like all the time I'd love them to contact me and be like hey I see you haven't used your sparks, sparks card in four years and I'd be like I'll tell you for why <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that just like just again I'll tell you for why this woman this woman has ruined it for me oh god why can't I get over it oh. Because there are just some things that, like, just stick in your mind that you just can't yeah, get over. Oh, I know. That's really annoying, isn't it? But I was also thinking, like, you know, just in terms of, like, age and stuff. Like, I've noticed as well that, like, now that, you know, on, like, the apps and stuff, on the dating apps, and I just, like, look at people and I'm just like, you're not 36. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, like, really <laughs> judgmental. <laughs> Or I'm just kind of like, I definitely look younger than you, even though you're younger than me, supposedly, um, and things. And I think I've just got really judgmental about, like, people and their ages. And, like, maybe, yeah, this has created a delusion that I actually look younger than I actually am, because I feel like I look younger than these people. Or... I Well, it's, I, I had, do you remember, did you watch the Celebrity Masterchef, not Celebrity, the Masterchef Professional um, last year? And no. if you oh, so there was a guy on it who was in the final. I can't remember his name, and I could not believe it that I was older than him. And I was like, mate, this guy must have had one of the toughest paper rounds because he genuinely <laughs> he looked like at least he was he looked late forties at least, and this guy was like thirty four, and I was at the time like thirty five, and was like, what? Well, I couldn't even believe it, and he was—he was a really nice guy, actually. But a bit like you, Jazz, like maybe we are really delusional. But I—I I always think, I always think that Mark looks older than me. Always, even though he's younger than me in my head, he looks far older than me. Um, and yeah, I just think like I even look at yeah, but I look at you, Andy, and you, Jasmine, and Danny yeah. and Gabby, and I think all of us look really quite. I don't think we do look like mid thirties. I think we more look like early thirties. Well, that's very, very kind, but I I don't think 
I do. I, 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 do, I, do, I really think do. I look my age now. No, I don't. Maybe when we haven't died. I, th- I, maybe, I think there's a. Christ, me and Gabby are looking in our 70s then when our hair isn't dyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the only time I see. If, if Jonathan, you don't dye your hair, do you? What? Do you dye your hair, Jasmine? No. <gasps> That's so lucky. But Listen, I feel like. You haven't got any grey hair then. I mean, I've got like some like white hairs, but I've had like kind of white hairs since I was like a teenager, like the odd one, and then I just like pull them out. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I've never seen. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think hair. as well. Like I've got no, no, like jeans. No, no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm just saying, unfortunately, grey hair <laughs> does age you. So, Andy yeah. and Gabby, when you guys haven't dyed your hair, fair dudes, you look a tucked older. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought though, if if my if my if the greyness of my hair could gather itself into some sort of distinguished streak, I wouldn't mind so much. But that isn't the case, unfortunately. It's just all over salt and pepper. Like I think my hair would look like alleys if I left it. Yeah, I um, yeah, it's it's tough, isn't it? Like you say, I I really like grey hair, and I think if all your hair is grey, it's 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 um, it can look really good, but the way ours grows, it, it doesn't really work, does it? Recently, just before I was due to dye my hair, my roots had come through quite a lot more than I cared to admit. But I sprayed some dry shampoo all over my hair, and I think, um. Well, you guys have used dry shampoo. You know, like it, it goes. It's a bit whitish. You have to kind of like brush it through to yeah. get rid of the whitishness. <laughs> so I did that, and I just kept on going over this bit of hair. And I was like, why won't this just brush through and just let my hair go brown like it normally is? And eventually, I was like, oh no, that's because that's actually my hair. Shit, oh, no. I really, really need to dye it again soon. Oh no, it was a very depressing moment. <laughs> oh, God, but then yeah, I've been going grey since I was fifteen. I remember really really well being in year 11 in the form room and someone was like oh Andy you've got a grey hair and I was like fuck off I'm 15 years old how is that (laughs) (laughs) they were right they were absolutely right and um I blame I blame Cynthia and Cynthia takes partial blame for it as well she says to me quite often she's like oh well Bez it's in your genes to have lots of grey hair like yeah thanks mum Oh my god. Yeah, I mean I think I just like if you look at my parents, like I think my mum does dye her hair, but like they I think the majority like I think the majority of my family they just generally like still have got like dark hair till they're fairly old. So I guess like might have a while before I start going proper grey. Which I my guess I should be. My mum doesn't have grey hair at all. Really? And yeah, and she doesn't dye her hair. Oh. No way, I thought she did. Yeah, yeah, I thought your mum did. She, Go she, Sandra. She, yeah. Yeah, it's mental, her hair. like it's a bit, Maybe she does dye and I just don't know. because she de- <laughs> She's she just been hiding doesn't. this from you, Emma, <laughs> for like years. Yeah, well, she would, Secrets that your parents have. <laughs> she'd have to physically hide it because I know she doesn't get done at hairdressers. So she, if she did dye her hair... No, she would because I'd know because I'd see that it'd been dyed, and yeah, there's I've never seen a grey hair in her head, and she's what sixty one. 
Wow, that is some um, good going. That is Isn't like that, that is impressive. Oh, uh, talking of hair dye, do you know my mum loves to remind me of Emma, the story of the first time my hair was dyed by you at your house and we dyed it blue black. And do you remember how disapproving my mum was of it? <laughs> she was oh, like, God. Oh, I was so suspicious because it was a hot, hot July day, and you got in the car with your hoodie on and the hood pulled over your head. And I said, what are you hiding, Andrew? And I was like, nothing. And uh, yeah, because it was blue, black. It looks awesome, actually, looking back. But yeah, yeah. yeah. my mum did not approve. Yeah. It did look good. Would you dye it blue, <laughs> black now? Yeah, I, I, I think I did fairly recently. Sometimes I, I vary on the um, iced coffee shade that I currently use and, and do a little bit of like a tiny hint of blue or a tiny hint of purple or a tiny hint of red, but not not that often yeah. these days. I'm too um, conservative with the small C for all of that malarkey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm like you, Andrew. I, I mean, I, last time I dyed my hair, I actually dyed it fucking just dark brown. And <laughs> I just, I felt like such an idiot. Cause I was like, oh, I remember the days where I'd, you'd go to the live, you know, Schwarzkopf live, and it'd be like... Schwarzkopf yeah, live, yeah. Blue, black, or like rich mahogany, but like the bright ones. And oh, now I'm like, is this too brown? This is too brown. <laughs> I actually dyed my hair. Yeah, I did. I dyed my hair about, I don't know, like a month ago or something. And nobody noticed. And you know that <laughs> you got old because it's like, if no one tells you, oh my God, I love your hair colour, like, oh, you just dyed your hair, then... Yeah, basically, there's just no point, is there? It's that it's just natural. <laughs> I mean, no my I've dyed my hair orange. Well, not fully orange, what? but like partly orange, like twice. Um, did you? Yeah, I guess like you guys might not have seen it. Like I did it last year, and then I did it a couple of years before that. Have you got photos? But, like, you have some, some, you have some yeah, they were like I think they're posted on like my Instagram a bit. But like I'm gonna um, <laughs> But basically like I think because my hair's so dark, like it just takes so much effort to dye it a colour which you can see. And yeah, like and then basically like every time I've I go to hairdressers. I've seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah, every oh, time I go to hairdressers. Yeah. So every time I go to hairdressers, I'm like, oh, I want to dye my hair and they're like oh what kind of colour and they're like and then, and then basically it turns into this conversation about how much do you want to spend on your hair and how many times do you want to keep coming into the into the hairdressers because they're basically like if you do orange like because it's very similar to like yellow which is like the bleach kind of colour then it'll just kind of naturally kind of fade but if you do like a purple or blue or something else then it will start going a bit of a weird colour once the dye starts coming out and you have to come back in to, like, keep getting it, like, topped up and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I just don't know if I can be bothered to do that. So that's why I always go for, like, orange. But I always dream about, like, yeah, fully dyeing, bleaching my hair into, like, some other cool colour. But I just don't know if I've got the... I think you should do it. The, but I don't know if I've got the patience or the time because, like... It takes so long to like bleach my hair. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. Like, I think when I do when I did it like last year, when it was like orange, I think I was in the salon for like six hours. Oh my! Oh my god! god. And I Ouch. was just 
Yeah, and I was just like, I just can't sit here. Yeah, fair dues, fair dues. But it was also hilarious because I thought, because I went in and it was like this cool like salon in like Brick Lane in the East End. And I was just like, yeah, I'm really cool. And everyone in there was really cool and young. And um, and I went in and I had like my book and I was just reading my book in the middle and everyone else was like watching like YouTube or watching videos on their phone. And I was just there like a Muppet, like oh, reading people my book. Like, what she got in her hand? Yeah, she's like, why is that girl reading a book? And it wasn't like a, a small paperback. It was like a proper hard cover book, like a big book as well. And I think they just were like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, but who knows? Maybe maybe this year, maybe again, like next year, maybe for the new year, I'll like, I'll fully commit and I'll do like the full bleach blonde. And now a word to the wise on the older bleaching of one's hair (laughs) yes i went through this for circa 10 years ago and my hair genuinely hasn't been the same since so easy on the bleach fuller that's what i have to say yeah was that with your bleaching did you done it yourself and by the hairdresser No, no 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 it was all me I mean, that's probably where I was going wrong. Because <laughs> <to be laughs> I would just get two boxes of the peroxide shit and just, oh, just whack it all on. And yeah, my hair was just breaking at like two inches from my head and stuff. God. It was, it was terrible. <sighs> oh. Breaking up. The thing, the things you do for love. But I didn't, I didn't do it for love. But I kind of thought it would impress someone at the time, um, which is pretty lame. But it, it was, it was a kind of fun experiment until my hair was just dead. So I'm sure you would take a much more sensible and rational approach to hair dye. Leave it to the professionals for a start, Jasmine. Are you, are you talking really fast on purpose, or who? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Before no. it just came out like a really like fast kind of like babble. What you just said. It was kind of funny. <laughs> like someone oh, really? you on like, like you fast like mode. Double speed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe it's a connection thing and it just sort of stored up a few seconds and then released it all at once. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's what happened. Um, is... Guys, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to go. It's um, it's a bit too late for me now because I've got a baby that will probably wake me up about 18 times throughout the night. So... Um... Ouch. Shot eye, sorry. No, same. And I don't have the excuse of a baby. All I have is a is a job to go to tomorrow, which is um not the same thing at all. But I feel you regardless. But I'm totally up for doing it again if I'm invited again. Oh my god, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm well game. Yeah. Maybe, sounds good. Just maybe a Monday uh... in a couple of weeks or so. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, sounds no, no, it sounds, sounds like a good plan. I don't know if we want to invite any other guests, anyone else that we think. But we can just keep it, the three of us, obviously, because we've got the rapport. Who <laughs> who would you be thinking of otherwise? I don't know, like, yeah, I don't Justin, know. Who would you be thinking of? No, I was just thinking, like, I don't know, like, Danny or someone, like, someone else that kind of... Danny wouldn't do it. I know she wouldn't. No, nah, Danny wouldn't do it. Oh, okay. Then I don't she, really... She... Sorry, yeah. No, I don't know, like, 
I'm just trying to think of like other people like that we all oh, sort of know to a relative good degree. Yeah, sorry, two of those people can't due to <laughs> unless I wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've sort of stitched I've stitched that up. <laughs> oh, I've just I've just twigged what you're talking about there. <laughs> no, neither ne- I can guarantee that neither of those two people would do it anyway. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't yeah. know they would. Um, Michelle? Uh, I think the time difference. Time zone. Mm, maybe yeah okay it'd be too difficult unless we did it on like a weekend or something um okay well, well we can we we'll can think about it yeah we'll no, no, think we, we might it. find somebody we might find somebody yeah let's all sleep on it but i'm i'm very glad that i turned off the um co-host thing on this one because i don't know if you've listened to my yeah you've both listened to the previous ones haven't you where Someone mm. random has joined in, and I didn't really, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't care for that all that much. I love the voice messages that people leave. Yeah. More of those, please. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, let's maybe keep it us three. Maybe rethink. Don't know. Play it by ear. It's a casual arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that the name of this podcast now? Casual arrangement. <laughs> no, because I feel like it may attract the wrong kind of people like previous okay. podcasts they're all like hey ladies how you doing kind of people that drop by um all right i'm Andy. not particularly interested in that I, I mean hang on didn't that happen to us last time jasmine who was i can't remember what that guy's name was but he was all like hey jazz i'm in southeast london blah yeah he did. that wasn't yeah, how yeah. he sounded i don't know what voice that was but like veto Vito, yeah. Vito, that was his name. What a legend. Well, yeah, I mean, I think let's keep it, let's keep it on the up and up and keep it being guys. Um. Nice. (laughs) Okay, well, it was great to talk to you. Yeah, lovely to speak to you guys. And you guys, and we have much, much ground to cover as well for next time. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even cover some of the things that we were thinking about talking about. Um, yeah, and yeah, we could be talking for hours, let's be honest. Yeah, true, true. Emma, um, me and Emma had, didn't we have a sleepover on the phone once? We did actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> me, I mean, me and you have done some actual record breaking like phone calls, and the sleepover probably was the longest, wasn't it? But how did we cope? How did we deal with the 59 minutes thing? We were just kept hanging off and ringing back, didn't we? And put it on, like, maybe put the phone on silent. <laughs> Or, well, I mean that's like, dedication to, to the like, chat. So quick. Well, like, yeah. maybe we won't reach those levels, but we'll we'll try our best <laughs> yeah. and see see what exactly. happens. And, and and thanks to our listeners, thanks Renaissance and Mister Shiva. Is that his name? <laughs> that's not his real name. I I, I know I know that's not his real, real name, real name but that's his username. That no, no, I'm not saying his real name, but I'm just saying that's the that's the name that came up. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes, thank you. Especially thank you to him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good night. Good night, all. And speak to you again soon. Good night, all. And to all, a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.